Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Stop me up. If you stop me up, I'll never stop. You make a blind man fly. You make a blind man fly. But no, you make a blind man cry. No, I don't know. It's, I'm I not think, sure it's cry. I think you're better off not commenting and just leave him Welcome. to sort of fade away and die <laughs> off slowly. Welcome to Idle Matinee, episode 108, the Idle Matinee podcast. It's a three-manner tonight because Chris is saving his marriage. So here tonight we have Greg. Bonsoir, je m'appelle Gregoire. Johnny. Avoid hate online and stay offline. And me, Ben. Hi, everyone. This so, is the. <laughs> so Chris thinks uh, his marriage is more important than the podcast, does he? Well, he's not married, but his, his, his relationship. I mean, for all intents and purposes, Real yeah. The, the mother of his child, like the mother of his Hopefully child. Hopefully, he'll be coming his... back next week and getting double points. It gets more listeners on here than he does at home. You get more points. Uh, so <laughs> this is the perfect episode to listen to if you're a first-time listener. Obviously, if you are a first-time listener, you'll be thinking, who the hell are they talking about? But there's another guy who's normally in the podcast. He's not here this week. And if you're an ongoing listener, welcome back. Thank you for coming back again. Um, 108, to the isn't podcast. it? 108. 108, yeah. Take a seat. So did she find out about the affair then? <laughs> take a seat. Settle down. Uh, just relax. Kick off your shoes. Kick off your heels. Put your coat down put your glad rags on anyway just relax so let's start as we normally start with uh, i'll just explain if you haven't heard this before it's called slice of life every week the guys on the podcast will be telling me what they've been doing in the week and show they haven't wasted it and i will be scoring the week and at the end of the year the winner will win a giant toblerone a giant bar of toblerone they're the rules um so this week's slice of life is a two manner so it might be a bit quicker this week but i'm sure the how big is the toblerone we're going to win well you will see on christmas morning is it like the novelty size the 60 like the one that costs like 90 quid or whatever or is it just a like a 10 pound one or? it would be a 10 pound one probably yeah. not a 90 quid one or maybe a jokey little one just a really tiny one you're not going to do a slice no. of life this week to uh, take up the slack uh, if I can think of it, I could do it, but I don't really want to upset riff, just you riff. with the kind of things I do in my life because I go to charity shops and have lovely breakfasts out, and I think you'd get very, very jealous if you knew about that. So let's start with uh, who wants to go first this week? Gregoire, any preferences? Um, I can't. I could do. <laughs> Uh, well, I went first last week, so yeah. Well, for ongoing listeners, we'll be well aware of this. But for new listeners, <laughs> last week for the very first time, we had all four of the uh, regular crew in the same room because normally Chris phones in remotely. So we recorded on a uh, and we recorded on a Friday. We normally record on a Thursday. Just a little look behind the curtains for you, uh, for you listeners. So normally on a Friday, I go and see the lovely Maxine. So I went to see her Saturday. And she get, said to me, oh, oh you've got to watch the uh, Big Nasty show from last night because there was a really, really funny bit in it with some dance, uh, dance or dancing, well, they call it daggering. You know, they pretend these, this couple, they called two people out of the audience and pretended they didn't know each other. But it was quite weird because they were dressed exactly the same with the same hats on. But Twins? Uh, and Matt, well, they could have been. They, with the way they were dancing, one would think they weren't. You know what daggering is? 
No, describe it to us. Where they they sort of like twerking, and the guy pretends he's fucking her, but really, really violently. Yeah. And then they bounce on each. They bounce up and down, and they do like say he lies on his back. She'll jump in the air and land well, on. So we're not doing a video cast because I could I could have a go yeah, doing yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, that's you perfect. That, yeah, yeah, do it again. Oh, oh, they make that noise, noise as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, you still have music on normally to, to hide really. that noise. <laughs> and she goes, "Oh, it's well funny." Really uh, fast pumps because there's this American actor on there and he doesn't like it and he starts making funny faces and then they, on stage they've got this little pretend corner shop sort of ripped off Jesus and Miro and he runs in there and shuts the door and then they go daggering towards him and they dagger into the shop and <laughs> that, then he jumps that does sound quite funny yeah 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 and he jumps and then he jumps out of the shop and sh- shuts the door behind him with a little bloke a little Asian shopkeeper like dancing around in the background while they're daggering so I watched it and uh, the American actor in question was Patrice Evra I don't know who that is. It, that's a footballer. Yeah. <laughs> a, a and he's not American. Name. That's a French footballer, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah born, born in Senegal. So, yeah. So, so sorry, so who was saying it was an actor? An act, so Maxime was saying it was an actor. Black actor gets really embarrassed and runs off. And <laughs> yeah, I was no, looking. Patrice like, Evra is a French footballer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he played okay. for France, born in Senegal. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, did, did, he, did he speak with what? Did he speak yeah, with French accent? French accent, yeah, French accent, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she was an American actor. Maybe she was yeah, an American yeah. actor doing a French accent. Yeah. Well, it could be. Yeah, exactly. He is. So he's very good. Very method. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? yeah. He sounds really French. Maybe it's for um, a part. Other than that, a bit of a slow week, really. Um, been at home, did a bit of painting. I made a cathedro, um, which was quite nice. That's a Spanish, a Spanish dish. Ready meal. No, no, no. Made it from scratch. Vegetables, cabbage, potatoes. Uh, I only used chorizo in it but if you google it you can find the recipe did um, you know the recipe or is it something you traditional is it yeah traditional i know the dish? recipe normally it's made with lots of different meat uh you'll have like a like a braised uh beef whatever and then some pork and then you have spanish sausage um chickpeas and all that and you basically you boil it you boil it for ages take all the scum off the top because you don't want the scum mm. and then it's traditionally served with the soup of it the water the liquid from it with the chickpeas and that and then after then after you finish that they bring the meat out and chop it up was that just for you or is it a family that was just meal? for me I had it over the period of uh, two days and I tell you what it gets windy okay you only wonder why you have the shits a lot no I think well mm, yeah the, who knows weird Spanish 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 peasant food Spanish boy Spanish peasant food Spanish peasant food is what I was trying to say indeed I, dog, dog um, I like it I like it though no, but there, are, food, yeah. there are certain after effects uh, last of the airbenders um, then I've been going through my trainers gonna, I want to sell some of my trainers um, I've got these uh, Air Force One safaris that are worth 300 quid and Jordan Time. Jordan Freeze, which are worth another 350 times are tough or just no I just want to get rid get just rid get of rid of yeah. space and I've got, it's a bit like so you, you've got them you could do with the money you've got other trainers you like more uh, yeah, but I'll never like. Are they ones that say that, that you don't think this like you I'll can never, get more for them money wise than they are worth? If yeah, I've to worn, look at. I've worn yeah, I've I worn mean. the Jordan Freeze. They're my favourite trainers, but I've worn them once or twice and they still look brand new. May as well sell them. And the Air Force Ones, I'll never wear them because as soon as you wear them, they crease. Because like those those horrendous fucking things that Kanye keeps coming out with, they're worth money. You know what I mean? To people who want them, like the like yeah, to big yeah. Yeezy fans, or whatever. Easy shoes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so obviously so, I'd get rid of that. If I had a pair of them and I was like, obviously I'd never fucking wear them, but if I happened to pick them up for like cheap somehow and then yeah. I could sell them on and not. Like, I bought yeah. the Air Force Ones on sale years ago for 50 quid and just never worn them. How much are they worth now? About 300. Oh, that's good. That's not bad. And then I've got that uh, DJ controller 
So I've, uh, I've haven't used it in over a year, and then Ad rung me up and goes, "Oh, they're going for five hundred quid online now." So that's getting sold. What DJ control have you got? The one that's got the screen on it. I can't remember what it's called. It's got oh. it's self-contained. You're having yeah. a clear out. You're having a good yeah, clear yeah. out. Like well, Nick Knowles. I've got too much stuff laying it all out in the I've got too much shit as well. I need to sell some of my stuff. Well, you do what Nick Knowles does and lay it all out. Well, in the I, I need to sell my scooter. That's the main thing I need to do. Sell that fucking Harley so scooter. If, listeners, just sat what's, there. if they want to email in and buy any of the stuff we've mentioned today, yeah. HarleyDavidsonA.gmail.com. Yeah. Yep. Harley Davidson electric scooter, fat with fat boy wheels with nine inch wide wheels. It's good for cruising on the beach, cruising down near the beach cruising on the road <laughs> wherever you can cruise wherever make the podcast just cruising. a selling cast where you just talk Sell about cast. stuff you've got for sale yeah. and um, then obviously after listening to last week's podcast um, when you said uh, what's Prince's favourite type of weather the obvious uh, answer is the weather girls no because that's not that's no, not that's the, weather. the weather would be rain, like raining men you mean and then that the actual no, weather would be no, rain, man the type rain. of weather is the weather girls that's all that's, uh, that's, not, that's, that's the people doing the weather but yeah, but the favourite type of weather, and then it's a what's the word? Oh, I had it in my head. Doesn't make any sense. A non that's a non non sequitur, and it's also a double entendre because it's it could not. be he liked girls and weather girls. Yeah, I know no, he likes. The, yeah, I know, but he's asking the weather. The, the, obviously, the, the build up was to say purple rain, so that then the weather yeah. girls doesn't fit in with purple yeah. rain, does it? Purple rain's a type of weather, and I said overcast you, and you could cloudy. Say it's a non sequitur. Oh, it's a favourite weather broadcast, and he no, said ITV say, weather. Yeah, or BBC no, it, does, it works. But it works. I didn't say that. I said, "What's his favourite weather?" Yeah. So, or you could say, "What's his favourite weather-based musical group?" Then yeah. Say, no, you say, girls. "What's his favourite weather?" Weather girls. Mm. No, but they're not a weather. They're yeah. a group of two women. Well, I've said it now. Okay, well, that's not. Let's that's move back week. to some slice. That's it. Yeah. Oh, so you was it? It was impossible. Was me. About I was chewing about it. Yeah, I was chewing about, about, about the joke. Like the joke that doesn't make any sense. Because it's a non It's a non secretary and a double entendre. So and also, yeah, that's so it. as you're cooking last week, all you're thinking about is yeah, Prince's yeah. favourite weather is the weather girls. Yeah, it's, it's the, the weather it's girls. The shit it jokes you did and they got yeah, cut yeah. out. <laughs> well, if, if anyone if anyone likes or dislikes it or agrees with these guys, please email please in. Do. No wonder you get the shits all the time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's your week, slice of life. That's my week. We'll yeah. top those scores up in a bit. That's a very brief slice of life. Um, that's good though, Johnny. Good to know you're healthy and you're happy. It's um, been. It's, I'll, I'll be honest with you. It's been a slow week. Yeah, you've, <laughs> it's like so, you're getting older now, and it's it's going to be. T- it's going to quite a lot down. for me. I was it's worn out. You have to have a sit down. You have been painting or decorating or any stories like that this week. Um, well, yeah, but, uh, painted the, finished the uh, alleyway, put the second coat on. Nice. No uh, people walking by going, "What are you doing, mate? Do uh, well when you finished." Bloke come out and he goes, "Oh, you're here." I went, "Yeah, you're right, mate." And he goes, "Oh, a parcel came for your parents," and I went, "Oh, thanks," and I got it off him. They're in Spain and they're coming back in the end of December. Then we'll get some decent slice of life. Then you'll get some slice of life. Then they'll come back, Johnny, arguing and screaming at his parents. I might get, I might, um, I might set up the mic at home and record my dad's slice of last two months. That's more like it. That's what we're looking for because these are not going to get the points. Yeah, I know, but I'm a very low pointer today. I'm afraid. (laughs) What are you talking? You had the story, the Patrick Patrice Everett. That's the story about a TV show. (laughs) Yeah, no, but it's about Maxine saying it was an American Mm, actor. Okay, okay. You all laugh. I remember the old Sainsbury stories, the cracking stuff of used to buy and stuff in Sainsbury isn't it all going horribly wrong like sandwiches that's all been quite smooth and that they were cracking stories alright well let's move on to we'll top those scores up at the end Greg what's your slice of life been like this week what have you been up to this week so what did, did we do first did, the, did, did we do what happened at the weekend not much we did the podcast and did I do anything else did we do anything at the weekend I can't remember did I do anything Saturday Sunday no don't think so so Monday I thought oh, I've got to pull my finger out I've got to do some job stuff I've got to look for work 
Um, well, no, in fact, you said to me, Barry said to me, like, because uh, obviously I've quit this stupid job at the, the test thing. We all know yeah. knew that wasn't going to work. The hours are ridiculous. And hey, mate, there's a job at the Odeon. You'd be perfect for rules. it. But Barry's told me about this job, but then it turns out it may might have been a bit too long. Well, that's not his fault because I had about two or three days to apply for it, but it did, the job did come out like two weeks ago. So it's a bit a bit late to be doing it. It had been better applying for it on the first week. And, uh, well, I didn't have a CV ready, and I, I get really annoyed filling in CVs. And, but I thought it's, it's, it's quite a simple one, really, because I can just be honest I can say that I'm doing I do photography videography and then a, and a podcast and say it's a movie related podcast as well and it, you know for the cinema and anyway the fucking the jobs it's uh, minimum there, wage there is, a, there is one obvious danger if you tell them you do a podcast yeah, they'll listen to it yeah do you yeah, reckon no, there's an no, obvious well, danger of putting the name of the podcast on the CV as well well no but even you go for the job and they go oh you do a podcast what's it yeah, called they listen to it, well, and, they listen to it and they listen to me because you write the name of it on the CV and I then do you the Idle Matinee podcast and then you listen to and then you have to go to the interview yeah 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 you're thick. You know, you know, I didn't, but like, yeah, I changed the name. You didn't did I? first. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did first, and Bow said, like, well, I don't really care. It's an eight pound ninety one job. You know what I mean, if they don't like, if it's the Odeon, yeah, you say the job. Eh? You yes. did say the job, Odeon. Uh, yeah, I thought we did say that. No, no. I oh, say no, so, no, yeah. yeah well, I'm just saying, on, on the go. podcast, I take it you're not going to put on the CV about. Uh, your relationship with ladies of the night, your the use of drugs, um, talking about um, well, the thing is you can't use that. You can't uh, for start. I'm not sure what the rules are about future employers going like, oh yeah, we didn't employ him because we listened to his podcast and heard all the shit he talked. That's got no bearing on how good you would be at a job. It has, you know I mean? Otherwise, then that means I can never be hired at any job. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, that. if you put it on the po- yeah, on so the CV. So you know, you know that thing in Train Spotting when he goes like Spud. Oh goes, yeah, like, yeah, that's goes, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. He goes like, oh, hey, you don't want to trade too hard because then you might get the job. But you don't want to show you're slacking, otherwise they'll cut your benefit. Just t- just do a podcast and just go, yeah, listen to my podcast. Oh, and then every employer. I thought you meant the bit where he comes downstairs with the um, sheets full of shit. No, when he's on speed, when Spud's on speed. <laughs> when Spud. Uh, good one, Johnny. That's the best one. When, when Spud's on speed at doing the job centre bit, and he says, he, yeah, and he's like, meant to be trying to get the job, but you can't get the job. You don't want to try too hard because you get the job. But you don't try hard enough, you lose your benefit. Um, yeah, that's the perfect thing. So. Say you from your point of view anyway, saying that oh you told them about the podcast, they'll listen to it and you won't get the job. That's fucking minimum wage. Who gives a fuck? It's a kids. It's a fucking kids job. If but that was your me, dream job. I it wasn't your it dream job. Wasn't, it's not dream job. It's a it's a good fucking part. It's a good job to have on a good side job, a good steady job to have. The if movie guy. Because I was gonna do. I was originally gonna get a job there when it first opened that Odeon. Obviously, we had the smaller Odeon, which is just a three screener for those who don't know. Um, in Aylesbury and that was that was just a, a stat, like an old school cinema wasn't it like um, it'd been there for you how old was it it's fucking well definitely since the 20s 20, uh, was it 40s 20s was it? 30s yeah, 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 30s I think so. 40s very old, old very old proper old school one it was cool I had like, quite a bit of character and that and then that closed down and we thought like oh hopefully it'll become one of those fucking trendy like, like the Rex yeah, like the Rex and so that one in St Albans where they do yeah uh, indie showings they were and trying stuff to make and, it into a bar and club but the uh, they yeah never so got I like the, uh, the idea of that it'd been cool right. if to somehow, if I had the capital, like, yeah, whatever at the time, to, to like buy that up and fucking take it over, you know what cool. to do. But uh, that'd be cool to do with anyway. The new cinema, and they built the new one. We're like, oh, we're getting a fancy new one with six screens, with a special one with a bar in it and everything, and fancy seats. Hollywood and, bar. Yeah, and that was back in ninety nine, two thousand. That's but similar. To, so that's when I started doing my film studies course at college. Yeah, and then it coincided. So every day, and obviously Chicago's just, uh, on in that same little block. So it's all built the same, all at the same time. So every day I was going to college and then going for happy hour at um, Chicago's from five to seven, from five to seven, where it's a pound a pint 
and just caning like about 10 points or whatever uh, like pretty much every day that's about um, 10 pounds lagging like money off the job centre and then yeah but anyway so I thought like oh just you to, to always fund this. dreamed of working at but the no I, did, I applied for the job and, and I got it I got I actually got offered the <gasps> job no but way then, but then the hours because I because I was doing my college thing was pretty much it was, well, it was th- I was doing three A levels so at the time I fucked it all up obviously I didn't finish this for the second year <gasps> I mean, were you like one day it. I'll go back um yeah, no, I did think that. I thought like, yeah, one day, and oh, then, and then, yeah, and then, I, then I obviously realised, well, it's not actually that well paid. And then I got other jobs, obviously, and uh, well, I didn't get. On. I, well, I got a job at BT in the end, and that was quite that was quite a good job, I suppose, the teleconferencing thing. Um, it was better paid than the cinema would have been, I would have thought, but probably nowhere near as. Well, no, it was cushy. It was fucking cushy. I hardly did fuck all of that job. To be fair, I, I just drew all the time. And then this week, um, but anyway, so the then job this week, yeah, then again. this week, you told me a little bit too time late to go back about uh, the Odeon the hiring game. I thought, oh yeah, why not? Who cares? It's remember me, fellas. Yeah, I, I thought, it doesn't complete. matter because I haven't got that many, that many outgoings anyway. I don't have like kids and all that shit at the moment. So and I can afford and I I don't want something where. I'm, I've got to think about it or I'm getting wound up like by dickheads in blue vests um, and yeah and I am truly and I am fanatical about film like they say in the, their, on their little badges so what or was the job film tester it's, it's just fucking skivvy isn't it just a standard uh, fucking popcorn cunt and you had to write popcorn. a covering letter didn't no, you no, no, yeah, that's the thing right so the, I fell at the hurt I filled in the application form but then it's like right CV and I was like oh best get the CV sorted which I did but if I'd done it, if I'd done it on the day, instead I went, oh, I'll sort that out in a bit, and and forgot about it, played a bit of Last of Us, and then, yeah, went back and I ended up. Long story short, I didn't get the application. <laughs> I was a day late when I, when I got everything sorted in time. But then I did have to do. But there's something that put me off though that I didn't actually, I didn't want to do was the describe your perfect guest experience in a hundred words or less. And it's like, all oh, right, I thought it's like, why do I want to work here? It's like, well, my perfect guest experience would be to like go in, get wanked off by like a lady and a you know what I mean, and have no one else in the cinema getting being masturbated like like and fanned by someone with a bong next to me, lines of coke if I want, just in case I'm falling asleep. So yeah, that's and a bit all cheese removed yeah, so from I'm the like, building. What? That doesn't make any sense. So it's like now you can say to him, oh, I don't need to write the letter. Just listen to episode one hundred eight, and it will tell you my perfect <laughs> guest experience. Exactly. Um, so I've told, I've filled. Because uh, I I didn't want to say that I'd say I wanted to say the name of the podcast because it sounds like it's about movies and it, I mean it is loosely yeah. we do do reviews loosely we do do we do do reviews of movies and stuff so yeah. but, so all I did I just changed it to ideal matinee in the in on my on my CV so then I could just say yeah well I don't want to give you the actual name of it because in, in case you use it against me because I do talk about like, so that's the thing if uh, once I've been working somewhere for a month or so yeah. And then I had my feet right under the door. Then I said to my boss, oh, yeah, now you can listen to it. And they heard about all the shit I'd done. After putting a, f- a decent You'll month's worth of work. Well, no, no, not that. I mean, they can't fire, they're not going to fire you then after knowing that you've done a good job for a month. And that it's got and that whatever shit you talk on your podcast has no bearing on your fucking work. I'd be playing a part. I'd be going, oh, I play this guy called G-Dog who fucks whores and does all this shit and injects drugs. But that's not me. But don't listen to episode 108. Whatever you do, it's a performance. It's an Just act. Say, don't listen to one hundred eight. Listen to all the ones around it. Don't yeah. listen to one hundred eight where I'm saying that I'm pretending <laughs> to play a guy yeah, called G Dog. Well, it doesn't matter. They'll be looking for ideal matinees. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> They'll never find it. It's a secret. Yeah, it's a bespoke there podcast. Might be a, remember, there might be something listeners. called ideal matinees. Bespoke. This podcast is made so especially you could, you could for do, you. You could do your CV with that effect of like film cells so down my, the side, yeah, and then put an asterisk at the bottom and go. I, I realise you use digital now, but then so you my CV's ready. You didn't have to do that, didn't you? You didn't have to do the covering letter in the end because you're like, well, I've missed the job. Oh no, I missed the job anyway. So yeah, so I didn't have to do so that. So then, what did you concentrate on for uh, the week? Um, oh yeah, then oh nice burp. Oh, yeah. oh I can see that on there. Um, uh, then oh, Last of Us so yes yeah, so I, I completed Last of Us but yeah great game great great game but I was streaming it 
um, through PS Now and it, so it kept freezing every now and again when I was playing it during busy times if anyone doesn't but know yeah, what Last of Us is do you want to tell game. all the listeners it's what it is it's a survival horror game a classic survival horror game on the Playstation it came out on the Playstation 3 originally The Last of Us in 2013-14 um, and then the sequel came out two three years ago no two years ago wasn't yeah. it soon to be a TV series uh, soon to be a TV series and they're both fucking amazing games the, the second one especially graphically because obviously it's on the PS4 and I'm playing that I kind of wanted to I kind of wanted to get through Last of Us quite quickly to get to that because the graphics are better etc but I'm so glad that I did play the, the first game because I got totally into the story and I'm yeah and now I'm, I'm totally invested and because I, I followed on from one game straight onto the other it's yeah it's, it's and the story the best way to do is it. deep and, and great the story, yeah the story is deep and great it's, it's got all the shit that Days got like Days Gone Days Gone was good fun with the bike and sort of the action side of it it was quite good the hordes and everything but that's all it had really going for the story the story was alright but it was too convoluted it was a bit like Grand Theft Auto the story like it just had too many people and too much shit going whereas it's the story's much more concentrated with this and then you have sort of you have the B, B plot lines or whatever but they're not yeah, it's not all mixed. I don't know. It's hard to describe. It's just a much better story. It's, it's, just, it's much more cinematic. Same as all Naughty Dog stuff. How uh, many same con- as Uncharted. How many controllers out of uh, console would you give it? Oh, six out of five. Oh, <laughs> you, you can't do that. No, it's a five out of five. It's, it's always... They're both they're both hailed as five out of... Like, straight across the board, five out of five <laughs> games. And they are... Because I, I knew they were good, but it's typical... It's the same as when I, did, I didn't play God of War for ages. I was like, I know this game's good, but I've done the same with all these games, Uncharted as well. And it's good because I, I haven't spent any money on them. You haven't played Spider-Man's yet. the only one of these classic games which I know I'll love as well um, but yeah it's, it's good so I'll wait for that to come on uh, PS Now as well so it's been I, I think and gone the reason it's been I've gone because PS Now I paid for it it renewed itself automatically forty nine ninety nine. I was like Ugh! so I thought well, I may as well make the most of it now I feel like I've yeah well nearly getting there I've got a few more games and you, you get your money's worth don't you so I'd say you, last of us is, you yeah, put the work amazing. in this week on those games haven't you yeah so you haven't done jobs but one thing about it though I would say the detail the detail in the game is amazing but yeah as I pointed out on the whatsapp group in the gym there's all the gym equipment and there's massive attention to detail everyone's bedrooms has all little things in. there's all those playing cards like Marvel type playing cards that you pick up on the way um, it, that alone's got a rich universe but yeah in the gym every single dumbbell in there was about it was 20k I think like, the same size yeah Poor show <laughs> that's something they need to have a look at uh, yeah but it's but probably not as glitchy as that Grand Theft Auto one that came out this week the trilogy when they re-released the oh, Grand well, Theft oh, yeah, Auto trilogy the Switch and, and it's done by Take Two and it's like a real hacky version of it and there's loads wrong with it and everyone's oh, right, kicking yeah. off yeah people's arms price. stretch off and you, fall, you fall through the and floor and the characters look worse than they did before yeah. but like the 20 year old games no one wants to play them anymore do they why would you want to play but them there's loads of modders that have done it a lot better and they could have just given them the That's money right. and done it nice and so yeah you're talking about the Switch one grab. the Switch mod yeah it's oh, on yeah. Switch it's on PS4 it's on all the consoles it's just a re-release HD version they took the console game off didn't they because they accidentally left all the, they left it open source yeah it's just not good at all there's loads yeah. of problems with it and I don't the other know what I'm talking about I just saw it on on YouTube what's your other biggie the this other week big one was of course getting a new phone because so my obviously I lost my drone phone which has rendered me well droneless it means I can't use the drone because my the, the software doesn't work on my phone so I thought rather than buy another drone phone um, I need my phone's could do an upgrade it's about three years old I, you know, it is three well, years it's a Huawei I got it from I got it when that, that was Halloween time three years ago three years ago yeah. and it's a Huawei and no one uses Huawei anymore they don't and, work yeah, exactly and it's yeah and the fact that it doesn't run the drone software it just means it's not gonna it's just gonna be a pain in the arse so. uh, and the, f- the fact that phones seem to get better every fucking four months or whatever is ridiculous I mean every t- every few months are you gonna give out your Martin Lewis money saving tip to the listeners oh yeah how to get a good oh, deal yeah. on the phone so uh, I've, got a man, I've got a man in the know uh, in a phone shop uh, 
Mike, what can I say? That's you. Yeah, if you yeah. want. <laughs> May as well. Um, it's a shame so Baz, that redundancy money, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, but well, no, yeah, Baz, so Baz let me into a little secret. So I was talking about getting a phone. I thought, oh, because he's, he's off at the moment. Barry's not working. So usually I'd go in and see him at the shop and get my deal and get him to run through everything. Um, but he can put his discount on anyway. So I can go in and see someone else in the shop. But anyway, but he says to me, actually, you're probably better off not doing that um, and phoning the people up on the, like, the, the salespeople on the phone. Um, and yeah, he let me on a, on a trick. Basically, there's a, there's a fucking pot that O2 have for with about but maybe all phone companies well, have no, it as I think, well I think that's a general I think that's like, a thing could be a general that will be thing a th- that'll be a general thing with so salespeople. I, yeah. I would imagine O2 aren't the only people yeah, I imagine must all, all, all these salespeople have a pot of about 200 quid and here's which they how can you make them use that pot of money he's going to tell you now how you get them to yeah, use it so, here we go so what I do is so what I did is I looked at the cheapest tariff and thought like okay um, it was about 22 quid but I thought right I'll see if I can knock them down to 20 what I'll say is that the guy in three or whatever has said like, oh, I could do that fucking tar- that exact tariff for twenty for twenty quid. I've got to stop you as well before yeah. you say that. I reckon the only companies you could probably do this with actually saying that yeah. would be Tesco's EE and O2. Oh, right. You couldn't do it with three because only oh, I right, think only well. EE, Tesco's, and O2 do the thing where you pay for the phone and the airtime separately. Ooh. I think three and Vodafone. I'm not sure. I don't think they do it. I oh, think right. they do one bill all the way through. Oh, you mean three can't do this deal that N- I did? No, because three right. would knock it off monthly, but you'd still be in a 24 month contract. They, but they could have been. They could have offered me 20 quid on the. Yeah, they the could have got the bill thing, cheaper, but yeah. they can't do what you did because how you did it was because yeah. you're paying the phone and the airtime separately. You got the money off the phone, so you basically got the phone cheaper than you can get it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. So how do you do it? So yes, yeah, so so I say I say to the lady on the phone, I was like, oh, I'm thinking, well, I'm on this tariff at the moment, but my phone. I explained everything about it I said oh, I've lost I need it for droning and all this but no, I lost my phone you tell about prostitutes uh, yeah told her yeah, the whole thing she felt sorry for me I was like oh <laughs> um, yeah no, uh, no I, yeah, I said I lost the drone phone I need a new phone with the software da 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 anyway the guy in, th- uh, in three and he says oh I can offer you that tariff for £20 and um, so I was considering swapping networks uh, I don't want to Oto have always been good to me etc um, but I was just wondering if you could offer me the, the same yeah if you could match that or possibly beat it and she said oh well look at that um, okay um, and then she just went and told and then just told me the price that I already knew it was she goes well no we could, we could do that at £22.78 and I was like yeah I know that's not uh, yeah I already know that it's not better than 20 quid that's and more then, so, but then, yeah, that's, yeah that's actually more yeah um so then I said, instead of doing that, uh, what if I go unlimited? So because I was going going for like the lowest data plan, or no, I was going for a mid mid level one, like fifteen yeah. gig or something like that. Um, I go, what if I go for the unlimited data plan? Um, could you give me some money off the phone instead? And that's the key because the money off the phone is different. It's separate from what the yeah uh, the airtime thing. Well, I mean, this is what Barry explained to me. And then she goes, okay, I'll, I'll just have a look. I'll see if uh, I want to have a look for you. See if I can do that. And, and we just sat there on the other end of the phone, going, yeah, she's fucking, she knows, she's like playing the game. And then she looked into it and goes, like, well, I could. And I was, because he said it's up to two hundred quid. I thought, well, if she offers me one hundred and fifty quid off the phone, in total, because the whole package in total, that's way you're more. Higher. Yeah, that's way more than obviously the two pound seventy eight you're saving a month. The hundred and yeah, why not go quid. for the two hundred? Yeah. So no, no, no. Yeah, no, uh, if go she offered me one hundred fifty, I'd have taken it. I'd have said, cool, why? that's quite good. Well, no, no, because I don't want to be greedy. Well, yeah, well, Why not? Well, I suppose. She's not going to go, no, no, you can't have anything. If you, yeah, I suppose. Um, this is coming out of my know. pocket. You 150. I thought, yeah, I thought one, but it doesn't matter. She didn't offer, she offered me 180. I wasn't yeah, going to yeah. push that. So I was like, yeah, 180. I was like, oh, it's 200. I wasn't going to say that. You're not going to, you don't want to let on that you know the fucking the little score. A little bit more, love. If you go like, oh, no, you've got 200 quid, they'll be like, yeah, they'll, they'll fuck you off. 
well I don't know or maybe more, not more, more, maybe more, they won't more. maybe you go I know you've got 200 quid just fucking knock it off the phone please <laughs> straight away just just straight say, away don't fucking about say my ma- to be fair you could do that if yeah, you say but, my friend got 200 pound off why can't yeah. I have 200 pound off yeah, I, I want you to play the game but anyway 180 is I want to play the game she offered me 180 I was like yeah I was like yeah, yeah, I think I'll do that, please. And we're both going like, yeah, sweet. I think subconsciously, because it was darts related, he went <laughs> yeah. for it. What are you? What are you? Yeah. But the trick is, the next trick to this is, um, you don't stay on unlimited data. Yes, exactly. So obviously the next month, I just yeah. switched back, I switched to three gigs. So then I looked at how much data I'm actually using and it was, was it, it didn't even touch two gig this uh, or, the month. Well, you don't like leave the house, yeah. Or you just go and pay the phone off completely, the rest of it, which is about 200 now. I know you keep going and on then about go to that. A well, that's the other option. Yeah. So well, I don't need to get Simone. If, if I'm paying the same price as I was before, yeah. I don't care. But there's options. Well, that's a good point, actually. I need to put my, your discount on. Otherwise, yeah. I won't be getting that. Till I don't have any more. Yeah. Right, so uh, that was your phone story. Oh, yeah, you can't other? leave. Any other stories are there? Um, no, that's it. Yeah, the the, the job thing, uh, the phone, and Last of Us. I came around earlier, and you were getting really angry at Last of Us, screaming oh, at yeah, the yeah. TV. That's, that's she how, keeps cause, dying because I play it on hard. You see, I'm playing it on hard. Obviously, Barry. Obviously yeah, that's all. That's all good and well. Normal. So, what happens if you leave? Do I still get friends and family discount? It stays on until you. Well, we better bloody well check it's on there then. Yeah, it yeah no, but we don't just lose that upgrade. as soon as you leave, do we? It stays on well, until you've got you change stay the then. contract. Don't worry, you got better stay. Yeah, yeah, better do for your friends yeah, and family. You Think of your friends and yeah, family. You got a good point there, Johnny. <laughs> better go now. Fuck yeah. you, Johnny. You're a nasty it's not piece my of work, is it? Though, right? Okay, so let's talk about the scores and let's top these up. So, Johnny's slice of life. Let's have a look at the stories there. We've got a little mm. bit of painting he threw in at the end there. Uh, something about a show he watched. That's a good score for that. And then Greg's story. got a good one with the video game. Nice little bit about Last of Us. Cinema could be more. Okay, so here's your scores this week for a slice of life. Johnny scores two. What? And Greg scores four. Yay! Four points. That's a low slice of life. So, Chris, you've probably got nothing to worry about this week because you'll be back next week with a banger of a story about murder. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was it. So, Murder in a Georgian wardrobe. Have you got any subjects? Christmas TV adverts. What about them? Well, did you see the, there was that um, twist? You know the Audi one where it was the uh, carrot going, I hate Christmas. Uh, what, this year? Or yeah, this previously? year. Yeah. No, I don't I know. Think the Audi Santa one. Santa comes in. Is it, uh, there's a carrot on a plate and a, and a crimbo pie. And he's a baby carrot, and then Santa comes in and takes the pie, and the um, the carrot goes, "Why didn't you take me? I hate Christmas." Oh, oh no, I don't think. And so. now oh. they've changed. They've put there's a twist. Oh, I won't tell you the twist then. You should watch it. And we can we could maybe well, next tell week. Me the twist. That's fine. I don't mind. The tell twist me. is he grows up as Ebenezer Carrot. Oh, and um, he hates, and then he hates Christmas, and I can't remember. Something else happens, and then he suddenly likes, you know, very much like Scrooge. I've seen the McDonald's advert with the imaginary friend, and she puts it in the cupboard. I haven't seen that. And one. there's also slow music and then she gets it out again when they she has a McDonald's and sees a little kid with a happy toy but I was thinking like with the McDonald's Christmas adverts they've all got a lot of adverts all have sad music in now don't they Christmas adverts but I was thinking of a great cracking advert you could have for McDonald's if you want to try and make people have McDonald's as a Christmas dinner so you have this like advert where it starts with mum cooking the Christmas dinner every year and she's bringing it out. You know, on adverts, we always have a Christmas dinner. It's always massive, isn't it? Yeah. They've always got everything on the table, like the pigs in blankets, the turkey, the pigs in blankets. The well, yeah. well, I mean, well, most, most people do. stuff, but oh, do they? Well, yeah, you, you do, <laughs> and so do I. So, but you know uh, what I mean? Like it is a lavish spread, yeah. right? So this advert begins like that and every year it says like, like she's bringing it out. Anyway, and then, it's, then it goes to like, mum's had an accident. She she still wants to cook the Christmas dinner, but she won't be doing it this year. 
oh, and all the family is sad and all that then. And then the Ronald McDonald will. No, it doesn't go like that. He goes, we'll help you, Mum. Because he's not going to suddenly jump out and go, it's me, Ronald McDonald. Yeah. And then he just comes out with a big th- th- uh, thing of 20 nuggets. It's all sad and that. And the son's going, we'll help you, Mum, we'll help you. Sad make until Ronald McDonald jumps out with 20 nuggets. Christmas dinner. And then like it's got the family going to McDonald's, obviously bringing it back. And then it has her walking out of the kitchen with the Christmas fi- like all like, hobbling and they're all helping her but with 20 nuggets but, and etc yeah, on the all, thing all the McDonald's on the table and that's Perfectly their Christmas laid dinner. out on a tray and it's like McDonald's it's there for you it's there for Christmas with thick looking burgers and crisp big chunky mm. golden nuggets like the photographs of burgers like, the fo- the, the, like they always turkey are turkey the nuggets they could have turkey nuggets at Christmas have you not, not seen have you seen the Tesco's one with um, G-Dog in it trying to get back from Amsterdam there's been mm. lots of complaints about it. No, go on, what's that it's one about? It's uh, Santa trying to get Santa's held up at customs with his uh, reindeers, and then he pulls out uh, his phone. It said he's been vaccinated. Oh, right, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Christmas is saved, and um, all the anti, anti-vaxxers have been going mad online saying that they're going to boycott Tesco's. How? Where are they going to go instead? Other, <laughs> other supermarkets are available. I thought that actually makes it more preferable to go to Tesco's yeah, because be everyone now. will be vaccinated. I've been a carer for 14 years <laughs> and I've just lost my job because I won't have the vaccine. If I had a slay, I wouldn't be fucking around with the dickheads at the airport. I'd You'd been, slay them. I'd, I'd be straight in here. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I just want to see what happens. I want to give it a few years and see what happens. I'm not anti-vax. I just want to see what happens with the Great Reset. So let's. Uh... Well, the other thing I was going to say, because obviously Christmas is just around the corner. Yeah. Is should do you think the uh, Idol Matinee team should do their own Secret Santa? No. Okay. I think the Idol Matinee team are flagging, but I know something that will pick us up, and that is uh, something we like to do every week is our classic movies of 1986. And this is probably one of the finest years for cinema. Each week we pick a movie from that year and we do a deep dive into that film and give you a breakdown of the cast, the crew, the characters, our thoughts on it, uh, and what we think about it. So this year's movie of 1986 is the wonderful piece of work with John Cleese uh, after uh, Faulty Towers, the big movie he did next. Fish Called Wonder. And can you guess what it's called? No, it's Fish Called Wonder was 1988. No, that was not, not Fish Called Wonder. Uh, no, it's something earlier. Should what, have done clockwork. your research. Clockwise. Oh, clockwise, clockwise yes. School headmaster Brian Stimson, John Cleese, is obsessed with timelines, order and discipline. After meticulously preparing a speech for the education conference, Brian misses his train. Uh, with no one else to turn up, he asks young former student Laura Wisely Sharon Moden yeah. yeah. for a ride hey? he has an affair with her doesn't yeah, he yeah that's what I thought well, and she gets chips stuck up her nose no that's what physical wonder uh, right. Laura upset over a breakup impulsively agrees to drive in her parents car which alarms her mother and father who worry that she has run away with a married man and subsequently alert the police leading to hijinks and laughs and that is clockwise I remember the scene in uh, Marlborough Station they actually filmed a scene of clockwise and if you watch the film you'll see Marlborough Station in it I haven't got as much to say but I do remember the film I remember I do I think I remember renting it out from from Blockbuster or even Ritz or something as it was called back then. Do you remember there was something called was it Ritz, Ritz? video? Yeah, was Ritz video? Yeah, it was Ritz and Blockbuster. Was well, yeah. Rack your mind because remember this is forming part of your digital CV. So <laughs> some of the cast and clue we got Penelope Wilton. Oh, she yeah. was the teacher. Yeah. In it. We got John Cleese, Sharon Molden, uh, Alison Stedman, Claude, oh, yeah. classic. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Moore was in it, and Joan Hickson. You know Joan oh, Hickson. Joan Hickson, Miss Marple. Miss Marple, very good. Greg. She also drew the uh, Postman Pat, the original Postman. Well, not the original Postman Pat, but she used to draw Postman Pat uh, stills. We've got them in our because my name's Hickson. We've got uh, we've got one of them. As you see on his CV. 
Sharon Molden, the girl Molden, the girl in Clockwise, has never actually been in any other film since Clockwise. No, that's what that I was can't the main thing of. she's ever been in. Is so see a picture. Of her? Oh. Uh, I don't know if I can find one. Um, you can if you just click on her name. Oh yeah, wait a minute. Uh, oh, no, there isn't one on IMDb. Oh, right, she's okay. got no picture. Oh right. Um, anyone? Anyone else? Was she anything? blonde? I well, can't even remember. See, I was thinking for a long time. we could do like a secret Santa so that and get Chris over, um, get him over again before Christmas. Maybe it, maybe a limit of a fiver. You're re- you, Christmas. You're determined to do do the secret. The other Santa. thing is, have you seen the? Uh, yeah, buy me a present, by all means. Jimmy. Have you seen the Spider Man? Is it No Way Home uh, trailer? I've seen the new one. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of it? New. Uh, it looks like inside Spider Man. Obviously, it's a multiverse film. So you've got all the other Spider-Men and they bring in all the uh, baddies. And then... Has it got the other Spider-Men in it, though? Yes. It's definitely got them in it? Yeah. Okay, because I saw a photo with them in it, but I haven't seen it confirmed As long as it's got anywhere. cool Tobey Maguire from Spider-Man 3. It has, yeah. going down going, yeah! It's got Electro in it. Guns. Huh? It's got yeah, Electro it's got, in it. But, uh, he's dressed, yeah, but he's dressed in the, the classic Electro um, outfit rather than the crap one from the other film. They have to do a lot of rewrites now, on the it. other film that's coming out next Who's year Electro? is The Flat. Electro was Jamie Foxx. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I forgot. But he's I got the classic know, yellow uniform from the comics. Which in. one was he, was he in? The, was he in the th- which one was he in then? It's one of them. One he's of the, the Spider-Man Garfield films. one. Ah, yes, it's yes, yes. the yes. second one or the first one. I can't remember Because it was Sandman. It was thingy Thomas Hayden Church. Was he's Sandman in the third, in the third one, one, wasn't he? Yeah, with Tobey Maguire. Venom. Yeah. Yes, with with Topher Grace or whatever yeah. is Venom, yeah. Now, that's a multiverse film, obviously. Now, next year is the new Flash film, which is the multiverse, a multiverse film mm. as DC well. DC multiverse. DC multiverse. A Marvel multiverse and a DC the multiverse. The Flash is, in the, is that dickhead from Everybody Hates yeah, Kevin. Yeah. So tell me about Kevin or whatever. Um, we've got he goes to all different timeline, different universes. Ezra Miller. Is it now, Ezra Miller? Uh, uh, I really, I he's don't annoying. Know. Yeah, he's now, really annoying. Now, which actor is in both films? Uh, I don't know. What, both the Flash films? No, in the Flash film no. and the Spider Man film. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch? No. So you. Uh, Michael Keaton. Oh, right. Why? He's Batman in the Flash. Oh, he goes back to the old Batman. He's Batman, yeah, in the Flash. Oh, they've done the and same he's thing. He's the Vulture in oh, Spider Man. Right, okay. In both of these new right, films. Right, he's in, both right, yeah. in the new ones. So, it, oh, he's the Vulture. No, I'm in saying this as well. he's in both new films, yeah. What? The yeah, I know what you're saying. How's he back? Well, they've gone back to him being Batman. Yeah, they'll be all, going to all the Flash thing. In the Flash. Right, okay. He's old Batman. He's an old man as Batman then. I assume so. So, there's two multiverse films. There's coming out a Spider Man and a multiverse Flash. And Keaton's in both. And he's in both of the new films, yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was Makes sense. relatively Which, interesting. So that means they're going to have to have yeah. Vin Diesel in it as well. Vin Diesel? He's not in good... Not Vin Diesel, sorry. Val Kilmer. And he's not in good shape. Uh, I don't know. Well, they could have George Clooney. Yeah, they could have him as well. And Alice yeah. and... Well, yeah, I mean, George Clooney definitely should... Does, that His shouldn't count. He shouldn't really count as Batman, I don't <laughs> think. Val Kilmer's all right in Batman. Batman Forever is all right, I thought. In comparison to Batman and Robin. I'm guessing Arnie's not in it. They're making Gladiator 2. I know that. The script's been done. Uh, that Spider-Man's had a lot of rewrites though because the, I think the Doctor Strange film was meant to come out first and it didn't so they had to change some of the ending but a film I watched this week was that I finally watched Shang-Chi and yes. The Legend of the Ten yeah, Rings that. what do you think of that film do you like CGI, it? CGI, yeah, fantastic I thought it was good I, I, thought it was, I thought it was quite good to begin with I was like oh the, the mixture of the cinematography and the CGI was quite good and I was getting wrapped up in all the colours and like oh this looks great and then yeah, then I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, the cast they, they weren't too bad. They were reasonably likable. The thing in his funny, weird voice, scratchy voice, sidekick. Um, she was kind of annoying, but then also I don't know. But then kind of watchable as well. 
Um, it, it, which is weird. Yeah, but it didn't, it didn't follow the same sort of arc as a normal here's a new hero for you type story. Oh, yeah, yeah, story and um, I liked, uh, again, I liked the fact, I don't know how I would have felt if I saw it in the cinema. No, if I'd have spent 15 quid oh, in no, the cinema, I would have been, been yeah. No, that's definitely, that's definitely a film made for just streaming if you're already paying for the fucking service you wouldn't want to pay extra money to go and see that cinema I think they did intend to have a cinematic release that's, that's fine on a big that, that sort of thing it's not June it's, yeah it can benefit from, from it could benefit I suppose from a couple of scenes from big but I think you'll benefit from a big TV just as much as you would go to cinema to see that film I mean Disney's intention was to have a cinematic release yeah oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was yeah but. there's one bit I found really unusual is like you know when they had the uh, they're having the illegal boxing match or illegal fighting yeah and you've got the abomination fighting the other uh, what's the guy from Doctor Strange oh, no. oh yeah but Wong uh, yeah. Or, yeah and he's all chatting with him like they're Benedict. sort of like yeah, it's Benedict like the Wong he plays Wong thing. doesn't he yeah and he's chatting with him like yeah, next yeah. time buddy and you think wow this guy was like a main villain in Marvel who was completely crazy I, and thought, now he's I, just... thought, I, I got confused by that but I thought it was like arranged I thought it was like wrestling and that they were friends and that they would yeah, arrange the fight that's the impression I got yeah yeah, yeah. I thought they'd, uh, I thought they'd arranged the fight together and then they went out like yeah that they were meant mates now well, they are trying to fight but there's no consequences yeah maybe it's a backstory yeah, I don't know. Cause there was a, yeah, I don't know. Can't wait for that. I like that. There's some great. There's some standout set pit, like fights and set pit, like yeah, the the fight on the the tram and the fight on the scaffolding were probably the best. Yeah, bits, those were the, best that was the first. That reminded me of like an old Jackie Chan film. Yeah, which yeah. Was that was cool. I mean, that was really clever. That, that, that the CGI and I was trying to work out how they did some of those bits because it was yeah, that, oh. that looked really good. But the yeah, then it lost its way a little bit in the middle, and then the final bit was just like all CGI and yeah. But something else that's uh, back this week that's coming back to HBO Max and I'll give you a clue with this little ditty do you know what that is when I hum that Golden Girls no oh come on you've got it I'll give you a clue I'm, I'm Carrie Bradshaw Oh, Sex and City. Yes. Oh, why, well, why didn't you just do the Sex and the City theme tune then? Yeah. So Sex and the City's back, boys. Oh, yeah. What was I doing? I, know, I mean, I, I get it. I can sort of hear what you were doing. He went... Yeah. I was going... Yeah, that's what I thought you did. Well, you're doing rather than getting out your tits. Us three boys will be very excited because we're big Sex S&C fans, aren't we? Big Kim Cattrall fan. Well, what was back in the day? She's not in it. Oh. Uh, it's only Carrie and the other two in this. Uh, what's she so doing? A remake H- of Porky's? Oh, the brunette with the brunette might still they get out, didn't they? She was in Porky's, wasn't she? She King, was the one King that howled. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she should do a remake of that. Like a. Yeah. Carrie Bradshaw made quite a few budding writers and fashionistas want nothing more than to run away to Manhattan to pursue a career involving fashion and romance, live in a charming brownstone apartment in the Upper East Side and spend their evenings drinking Cosmos with their friends. In addition to her envious lifestyle, which included gorgeous clothing and a prestigious shoe collection, Carrie also had a thriving dating life with her pick of New York City's most eligible men. Wasn't she always chasing Mr. Big Cock? She was, and she wove it into a relationship. And there's things about uh, here, I was reading this article about Carrie Bradshaw saying like how she couldn't actually really afford to live there she spent £40,000 on shoes in one of the episodes she was like really bad with money and then in one episode she was asking to borrow money she's actually not a very nice person at all but that le- that would lead so me who's, on whose authority do you have that on 
Uh, well, just all, just this article I was reading about, oh, um, right. it's all on the internet about it, not in real life, just in the show sort of thing, how Carrie Bradshaw wouldn't actually survive with what she was earning. Her incomings and her outgoings don't make sense in the show. Yeah. None of it makes sense. But I thought what does well, make not sense... Not like in Friends... Well, what's up? What in Friends? I don't. I never seen it. What's that? They never would have been able to afford an apartment in New York. Joey wouldn't have been able to fucking wouldn't have been able to afford like a bin downstairs, like like uh, the Grouch, Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> yeah, Joey the Grouch. <clears throat> I mean, well, do you think you could handle a woman like Carrie Bradshaw, a fast-talking New Yorker? Wouldn't want to. I told, I'm, I'm more. I'm, a, I'm a, the, the other one, the slag one, a the Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. Yeah. What's her name? Samantha. What's her name? Thingy Bradshaw. Where you just S- probably lasso a fucking it's rhino, Samantha, isn't it? You just lasso a rhino horn nose and take oh, her from behind. God, man. Kim Cattrall, Samantha. I think it's Samantha. Yeah. yeah. We well, said, how would I handle her? <laughs> no, I mean, how would you chat her up if you met her oh. in a bar in New York? If you're in New York, you go to New York. Carrie's there. I'd go, girls. Can I buy you another Cosmopolitan? Oh yeah, love it. Nice touch. I just, I just, my British accent would put over. Would, I'd yeah, just put a really British accent. I'd just be like, "Hi there, I'm British," and she'd be like, "Oh fuck me!" And I'd be like, "Now you're Let's right." Let's go. Hi, no, my name's right. right. Hi, my name's Larry Lebouton. I don't think you say it straight away. But right, you look like a horse. If you've got the Sex and the City ladies, and they're what are they? Let's get the horses. Early fifties now, are they? Sex and the City ladies. I mean, if I had to fuck a horse, it'd be Le- Leona Lewis, actually. No, or that other one, Stacey. Stacey Solo Man. Stacey Solo Man. Do you think they're in the early fifties now? Those ladies. They probably tell you they are. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, at least, and then some. Yeah, if I'd so, say fifty-six. More like golden. Girls. Let's have a look. I can imagine uh, in a bar. Were you checking your little black book in New yeah. York? You guys on holiday, the girls are at the bar, they look across and they see some eligible young bachelors from the UK and they walk across well, to you been, and go... I've been to New York. Oh, did you ever see him? Nah. Oh. Uh, went to meet me, I went out shopping and went to see my mate Zach and it was like a trendy bar like that and I'd b- been out shopping and walked in and he goes, "What the? F- who the fuck are you, 50 cent? Because I was wearing all baggy trousers and stuff like that. But then I turned around and started talking to the, these ladies next to me and uh, they were laughing at my accent and actually spoke to me a bit fuck me go on Kim Cattrall's 65 oh there you yeah, go yeah that's what I thought yeah. they might be in with a chance then. I thought yeah I didn't think they were that hey there young man I suppose that makes sense because so Porky's be, came out in the early 80s that would be it, like so, yeah. Kim Cattrall in a bar with you <coughs> she looks across she sees you hey there you young hunky piece of meat fancy a bunk up can you change my colostomy bag can we go back to um, Porky's or Police Academy 4, please? Okay. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't like old ladies. Uh, 65's a bit. I mean, if she was 55, I, I, I might have... Yeah, but she's famous, isn't it? Off there, but she, yeah. Okay, guess what's back this week? Games Master's back. Yeah. With Trevor McDonald as the Games Master. Yeah. What do you think of that? Do you remember Games Master? Oh, I certainly yes, do. Simply... Take the key to level nine and meet the wizard, and the wizard will open the thing to. I bet it hasn't the next got place. Dominic Diamond on it because apparently everyone thinks he's a. Can't. He lives in Canada now. And he's got a yeah, farm. Yeah, I've, I've, him, but I've heard he's, he's a, no, he, I, a canute. Uh, apparently, yeah, he was. He's sort of redeemed himself. I've heard a few podcasts with like uh, Richard Herring talking to him and that. And I think he did burn a lot of bridges, but I think he sort of made them up now. And he was horrible to his mum as well. Like, basically, did a lot of coke through the 90s. He was always on it. And his mum worked for him. Like, and once he went into it, she says something to him, like, You shouldn't be doing that. He goes, I'll tell you what, you're fucking fired. And just fired his mum and told her to fuck (laughs) off. And all this kind of shit he did, like, really out of order stuff. Uh, But then, obviously, after he came off the coke and all that stuff and sorted himself out, he's 
perfect but, excuse. He sort of redeemed himself. But he's basically. not on it, no? Uh, but no, the person who is on it, though, is the guy who pre- was on a comedy show that came out at the same time as Limmy called Burners Town. And he's bit, he did another video game show on BBC Scotland. And he is like a Dominic Diamond type, really funny guy. So he's on and, Coke, um, he's on... He's on Games Master. Dominic Diamond was on Coke. No, you said, I took, but who is on it? Yeah, he's a new guy. No, on yeah, the program. On Games Master, not on yeah, Coke. Games. I'll yeah. tell you who is on Coke. This new guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So right. he's, uh, yeah, he's in Bernstein. He's a really funny guy. So it should be good. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. So the reason I, I said about Wednesday. doing um, Secret Santa was I, this came through, uh, this came through the door and I think it'd be perfect for Greg. Um, you know, like Beer 52, you yeah. know, they've got all these new, um, a new business is setting up that where they you uh, uh, like subscri- subscription services easy for you to say um, and they send you a box a different box every week with different things in it well I think it's from the people that bought your beer 52 and Greg last say I think you like it uh, it's called join the cheese club uh, receive regular boxes of expertly sealed selected seasonal cheeses from our favourite artisan producers in the UK and Europe um but I don't like cheese. Yeah, I know, but don't worry. Hey. The first box. <laughs> yeah. If you get the first box, after the, if you just give me your bank details, I can get you the first box for 50% off. And then after that, um, it's very, uh, very easy to unsubscribe. And it's only £22 a month. Yeah, but he doesn't like cheese, Johnny. He just said that. Yeah. Why would you oh. get him that? Oh, right, bad fair gift. Enough. I've gone out of my way to bring that leaflet in today. And that's oh, safe. well. So I was thinking Next about time. this week I had a great thought. I was watching a scene from Rocky where uh, Paulie's really jealous of Rocky. Do you remember this scene? Yeah, yeah. Where he's at, he's at the beginning and then like he he's... He throws his watch away. Yeah, he goes, you're a bum. Like that. But I was thinking, why did they ever make a spin-off of Rocky called Paulie? Like a spin-off film just like based really on Paulie. Why would he be really ill? Paulie. No, no, it's P A U L I E. Yeah, but you just said Paulie. You didn't spell it. Oh, Paulie. His name Paulie. is Paul- Paulie. Is that Paulie? Paulie. Paulie. And I was thinking you would That's be the perf- perfect person, Johnny, to play. Who are you going to be, Paulie. Rocky? Uh, well, I think Greg would be Rocky because you can do Sylvester Slade. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. And I would, I would, I would be uh, probably, I would be Paulie's landlord. You could be, be Buckkiss. His house, because Paulie you could would be the dog Buckkiss. Is there a dog in it? Yeah, called Buckkiss. Well, I just go woof. No, he doesn't. He doesn't make any noise. Okay, well, I won't be that character then. <laughs> I would be Paulie's house robot, wouldn't I? He's not he, in the remake. No, but in the uh, we, sorry, director's cut. In the spin-off, he would be. Hey there, Paulie. Good morning. Or I would probably, if I was not the housemate, I would be. You'd have to have a female interest in there. I'd be like the woman that lives with Paulie in his house. You could be Apollo Creed. What? Oh, Apollo Creed living with Paulie. Yeah, that. But that would take like away the honeymooners. From, <laughs> I think if you had Apollo Creed in it, I think you'd have you'd have you as a cameo, Sylvester Stallone, in the first episode, because it would be a sitcom based thing. It would not be a sitcom, be a drama stroke sitcom based thing. You'd have you in the first episode to introduce it and get it going. You'd have Paulie in his Mickey, apartment. The trainer, Who's Mickey, the trainer. Yeah, Mickey and Paulie, like the old couple. Hey, yeah. yo, Paulie, then, how's that job? New job going? I'm trying to remember how Paulie talks. Uh, but I think Mickey and Paulie. What's are too wrong similar. with you, Rock? I set you up with my sister. Oh, Paul. I'd be. Oh. The, I'd not be. Wait a minute. I've got my character. I would be the woman that lives with Paulie. That's always like helping he knocks, him out. He gets and that. Drunk his neighbour around. His neighbour. Yeah. You know, Paulie. Are you in there, Paulie? Open hey, the door. Leave me alone, you bum. Open the door, Paulie. What's wrong with you, woman? You never leave me alone. Look at all this mess in here, Paulie. I you- had to pull my robot. Hey, yo, what's, what's going on? Oh, this hey. guy. Hey. Not open this door. It's Rocky. Hey, yo, uh, let me give him a try. Uh, 
Hey, yo, Polly. Come here, Why, you think you're better than me? here. You think you're better than me? You bum. I don't you, think Rocky uh, thinks he's better than you, Polly. You gotta let me in here. Rocky, come in, for fuck's sake. All right, come I'm in. coming in, okay. Uh, oh, this fucking guy. Hey. So, uh, nice digs it, Polly. Uh, oh, you buy me a watch, you take my sister, and you leave me here on my own. Who's gonna cook for me? Did you just say Polly's dick was How's nice? new job going driving a cab. Oh. Yeah, he has got a nice dick. Oh, thank you, Rock. <laughs> It did remind you of my sister, Adrian. It's a beautiful thing. Let's have a look at your dick, Polly. Oh, let me flop this out. Those veins, big old purple mm, helmet. Not a bad bell, Polly. I got a bit of gout in the end of my cock. End scene, that's enough yeah. of that. It always fucking happens, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. I wish we could actually talk to each other so we're having a conversation doing it. <laughs> it's, all, like, it's all funny. Could you think of anything else funny to say? No, you're the one who said his, you're the one who brought up his cock. <laughs> you sound like you said it. <laughs> Do you think the Queen is already dead? Yeah, she died. She died. She died before Philip. Because I, keep, I <laughs> do you reckon? Yeah, she's been dead for months. They brought her back for months. She's been dead for three years. <laughs> she's an animatronic she's, lizard. She died at the uh, Golden Jubilee. Because all you need to do on all those Zoom things is just have like a video of a. You could easily do it on a Zoom, couldn't you? A deep fake. It doesn't have to be huh? on a Zoom chat. Well, they had it on the news the other day, and they were saying about, oh, the Queen's ill and that. But they had as if she was on a television screen. She's on not the, ill. On the news. She's, she's dying. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. 98 years no, no, old. No, yeah, no, no. Now. It means they're fine, dying. It's yeah, I know, like, but they were saying she's dead. a bit under the weather, but they tried to make it look like it was... The, but it was a still image, and I was looking at her going, she's fucking dead. <laughs> she's fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, look, she her eyes a, aren't moving. That's a cardboard cutout. <laughs> but it, it's just so inevitable, isn't it? It's like the exact same thing that happened with Philip. It's like, oh, they're bad. I mean, it's just... We have just got to prepare for it, I suppose. How, well, are gonna, how are you preparing for it? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna record loads of stuff now that I want to watch on TV because when the fucking <laughs> when the TV's yeah, just you got Netflix. With, you watch Netflix because it's gonna be yeah, I know, but there might be there's a, you run out of shit to watch on Netflix. I've already run out of shit. Well, there's a load of new shit out tomorrow on the 19th. But wouldn't it be nice to watch some of the Queen stuff? But uh, I mean, like, yeah, for the first day, or, for the first hits. day or yeah, two. But, yeah, but, but then you, a month in, because you know it's gonna be about a month. I mean, how many how long years, it was for the years. Prince Philip? It's going to be, the Queen dies, it's going to be an onslaught of fucking media coverage. If and when she dies, nine days after the death, we get a bank holiday. Well, that's why every day is a bank holiday for me at the moment. What are you meant so. to do on that day? Just well, more. summer would have been better, because you could have had some bunting out, maybe made some coronation chicken. Yeah. I think when the Queen dies, I just, when we when it's announced, I just hope I'm ready for it. Yeah. I just hope I've got all my eggs in one basket and I'm prepared, because I'll tell you what, ready. that's going to hit me like a ton of bricks. That what, is going to hit you, me like way, a ton of bricks. The, the way you've got to look at it is, the way you've got to look at it, I think, is you only die once, so make sure you live every day. And she has. She's been live, a, love, she's, laugh. She's, she's worked been, her, I'd have to she's say. She's worked harder than she's any wa- woman. She has worked her fucking bollocks off, hasn't she? All this time. And you look at her, and the age she is now, and what she does for this country, and you sit back and you think a lot of the younger people... They don't do half as much as she does. Do you know what they say? They do say a lot of people, yeah, when they get heartbroken, they go a lot quicker. And I think her heart broke when Boris said he was going to make her a new yacht. I think her heart broke when her husband died. Actually, oh yeah, that's probably to be yeah, funny. That's, and yeah. when her son turned out to be a paedophile, that would probably, yeah, break, yeah. Her probably broke it more. But then she obviously would stick up for him to the bitter end. And then her grandson married an American. Oh, of course, Meghan Markle's. Yeah. Um. So yeah, because she made the other one cry, didn't she, by being black? 
Uh, how do you think that'll be? Can you imagine how that's going to be announced to the country? It'll be definitely be a news flash, wouldn't it? Queen and dead. Also, oh, let's have a quick sweepstake. Shame's Chris isn't here. What month do you think she's going? Because oh, it's a big platinum jubilee next year, and they're asking people to do like an app or like a logo and all that. That'll be devastating if everyone does that cross. and it doesn't happen. So what? How? Let's With do a poppy it. on it. Queen Mum got to a hundred, didn't she? Yes, easily. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say September. I'm gonna, I think she's gonna die around my ne- my birthday next year. Oh, okay, that's a good one. What do you reckon, Johnny? I reckon she'll go next month in December, so she doesn't have to do another speech. That's a good I, reckon, I reckon she's gonna get to ninety eight. <laughs> I reckon she'll be a long time. But how do you think? Like, I want to do a little a quick improv for you guys because I I always love the breaking news. Do you remember when you were a kid and you say break news flash breaking news? I don't know if you ever got this. Yeah. And you shit yourself and think I always used to shit myself and think it was something really bad's just about to happen when the news comes. I, I, I remember the I remember Townsend Torreson like that. I'm sure they, I beg your pardon. The Townsend Torreson. Do you remember that? Not at all. The, but the, the ferry thing it t- t- tipped over. Oh like, yeah, yeah. The, back in the eighties, Herald of Free Enterprise. I don't know, but, but I just remember it was being called Townsend Torreson. I think that was you the know, Herald of Free yeah. Enterprise, wasn't it? Something like that. Yes, but I just remember. I'm sure that was. I remember that being like interrupted. I just, <laughs> like, I just I'm, I'm sure I remember, I'm sure I remember Street Hawk or something getting interrupted on a Friday night with that. Like going, a ferry has tipped over. Just to set your mind at rest, you know when it says breaking news, that normally means something bad has already happened, not about to happen. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think what I'd like to do now is I would like to say if if you had to announce the Queen's death, say you're a newsreader, and it's a very solemn, it's going to be a very so- solemn day, a very solemn moment. How would you do it? How would you interrupt it to do it? And uh, do you want to go first or shall I go first? Bong. Well, well, let's just play. Bong. Wait, wait, wait. Quit. Play. It'll be music from Street Hawk first, of course. Only one man, Federal Agent Norman Tuttle, knows Jesse Mark's true identity: the man, the machine, Street Hawk. We interrupt Street Hawk to give you this breaking news flash. Dong. The ferry Townsend Torreson has tipped over. Loads of people have drowned. More people may drown. Now back to Street Hawk. No, you, the, no queen, they carried on for more than that. Yeah, obviously the queen. Said more. Uh, what, the queen didn't said, fucking interrupt saying, it. It's a news it, thing. What did I ask him to do? He did ask you that. He did ask you that, but he's done what he wanted. He's, he's, he's gone with Street it. Hawk on. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So you've taken the Thompson thing. thing. Oh, Why yeah. the fuck did you put well, Street Hawk on? then. My go. Okay, you'll go now. Okay, We interrupt Street Hawk <laughs> to give you a breaking news flash. Dong. Guess who's dead? <laughs> I see you're mixing up the. You're That's mi- it. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else. Okay. Just a picture of the Queen okay. comes up. <laughs> All right. Well, a, a picture, picture of Morgan of, Freeman. No, a picture of the Queen would come up everywhere around oh, the country. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, 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 shall I do it how I would think you should probably do it? I'm just Googling Townsend Torreson at the same time, so I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> I don't even think that's a real thing. <laughs> am I just making... Am I pulling that name out of fucking thin air? Townsend Torreson commissioned the design and the construction of the Herald of Free Enterprise. So that was the person that constructed the boat. Oh, right. The boat was yeah. the Herald yeah. of Free Enterprise. I just remember that name, well, Townsend Torreson. Okay, wait Yeah, because Townsend was the ship that year. We interrupt this programme to give you a breaking news flash. Dong. Great news for stamp collectors. Okay, do you want to do one more? Or do you want me? I'll do mine. Do you, have you got any more? I'll do mine. No. Okay. We interrupt Street Hawk to give you a breaking news flash. Dong. It was great. 
It is with great sadness that we announce HRH, Her Majesty, the Queen of Wales, has passed. She died peacefully in her sleep in the early hours of this morning. <clears throat> the Queen of Wales? We now return you we no oh sorry i got it wrong what what's her name <laughs> what's her name again the queen of just the queen is it it's the queen of england hrh queen of the queen of england so the queen I, mean, of, I think is she the queen, queen of, of wales Britain, well? yeah, she's queen of what would you call whatever i mean sorry uh, just one moment people please refer to the, what would you call it like? the queen Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. Queen Elizabeth II. We now an- sorry, thank you. We now announce with great sadness that Queen, live. Queen Elizabeth II has passed away in her sleep. We will now return you back to Street Hawk. I've got one. I've got one. Breaking news. Street Hawk rules. We stop this programme for a breaking news flash over to the studio. Dong. News just in. A Prince Charles has twisted his ankle while jumping for joy. It'll be Andrew next anyway, not Charles. He's Charles next in line. Bellend. Charles, Prince Andrew's can't... proved himself he can be the next king. <laughs> He's the man for the job. Let's lift the mood up a little bit. Because um, obviously in the news you've seen there's a lot of uh, news stories about climate change, things burning oh, yeah. down, um, things falling down. Lots... Is it real, do you reckon? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, one, it is. Oh, it is. Okay. One thing oh, I you're saw. Do you see that story? We, we, we can't just burn up all the oil with them. Calm down, Greta. <laughs> do you see what that? are you doing? You can't do this. He's like David Attenborough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's blah, blah, blah. More do, do, do. <laughs> thing is, she's right though, isn't she? She's right. Cause she they is said, right. They, she said, oh, it's just blah, blah, blah. And then he won't do anything. And then Boris flew away in a jet. And then Biden went back to America and signed a deal to open up the uh, largest oil drilling in America that's uh, ever been seen in the world. Now, probably, I'm worried that they're going to suck all the stuff out the middle of the earth, but I don't know much about science. So to cheer things up a little bit, do you see the story about that town in Egypt that's had a series of biblical plagues? Um, Ooh, nice. in, one, in one week, first they had a sandstorm that blew through, uh, blew through the city. Then they had um, rain, which they don't normally get, which flooded the city. Then they had hailstones. But unfortunately, this then... Four seasons in one day, love dries up. There's a song about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet this bit isn't in the song. It stirred up all the uh, habitat, natural habitat of all the scorpions. And there's two types of scorpions. Uh, One's um, poisonous and the other one's deadly. Um, And so they all ran into everyone's houses to seek seek shelter um, and stung over 500 people. Really? Yeah. Bulls, I'm that. calling bullshit. No, how that, come I've heard news. about this I heard story. That story as well? How come I've been sitting around all week and like idly scrolling up? But surely that would have come up on my. That's the sort of shit I like. Google. Why, why didn't Google, come on Google? Come on Google. Why didn't Google tell me about that? I, I bet you a finger out. I bet you a quid. I bet it probably will now. That's something you do the Google News feed. Well, actually, something that came up on my news feed this week. That silly old cunt Christopher Walken destroyed a Banksy. Did you hear about that? That was last. That was two weeks ago. Oh, was it? Old yeah. news. My Google so old, old news. Come on Google. And he didn't really. It was like a fucking Banksy did it on purpose. Done a Banksy so they could with the contract that he would paint over it. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, what? So I he had to paint over it. It had to be Christopher Walken painting over it. It's a joke. I think Stephen Merchant wrote a joke. Oh, for the outlaws. Yeah. I tell you, TV show. The joke's yeah. on them because you can you can remove the paint and the, have the Banksy underneath. Well, there's a guy that removed his whole wall this week. They always do that, don't they? Remove yeah, walls and them on. Yeah, the thing is, with outlaws. I didn't mind it. It's sort of just like a. a Family friendly. For You've watched older. it all now, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Yeah. It was all right, can I ask you a few spoilers? 
Uh, yeah, go on. Okay, so the money. What happens with that in the end? Do they keep it? Oh, I can't remember. Okay. They didn't mention it. Uh, what's the funniest joke in it that made you really laugh out loud that you uh, thought, oh, that's really cracking? Basically everything Christopher Walken did, really. Okay, was he in it more going on onwards? Yeah, Is there a story yeah he's about in every him? episode. <laughs> Christopher Walken, more like. Yeah. <laughs> what's his storyline in it, though? What does he do? He he left America to um, as a young man to escape the draft to Vietnam, then shacked up with uh, this woman. Um, they had a daughter, and then he basically just did the off and ran away and left the, the, the mother and the daughter. And then he's basically did a series of crimes or whatever, like a con man he was. And then he ended up in prison. And when he gets out with a tag on his leg, he needs an address to stay at. So his daughter lets him stay there, but she ha- she doesn't like him. And she says he can stay until the tag comes off. And then he's got off. <laughs> but what's his storyline in it? Does he get into a? Scr- does he just help him with the money? That, and then- yeah, he gets the money. Yeah, he gets the money, and he's hiding it. He's going to split it with two of the others, and he's planning to go to Brazil. But the family start to really like him because he's quite charismatic. Oh yeah, he's lovely. So he is in it. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. So he's in it more than yeah. I, thought, I thought he was. I thought it was just a walk-on part, like, and that's yeah. what I'm Christopher. What Walk-on, about the huh? Twitch bird in it, like the model? Does she start going out with Stephen Merchant in the end? Or? Uh, it's hinted out that they befriend each other, but it, they don't. Okay. He doesn't. Put, he should have put in a sex scene. So, are you saying? You're saying. So, Barry obviously totally fucking caned it. And I was watched like, one episode and, yeah, and said it was shit. But you're now saying Stephen Merchant has written some quite good gags for for Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah, he's funny in it anyway because it's Christopher Walken. Yeah. Um, it's obvious, there's loads of bits that are far fetched because it's weird. It's a weird mix Farcical. of it's, yeah. It's what the end. The end scene um, made me want to throw up in my boots. The last bit where they're all pally pally made me actually feel. Oh, sick. You watched the whole thing. Then? Yeah, I watched the whole yeah. thing because I was starting to think, oh, it's not bad. It's like a, it's sweet, but with a few dark bits. How in many it. six episodes? Or I can't remember if it's six it or nine. Or ten or I think not. what would work better in the Outlaws is I think if I was making that show, and by no means I'm no Stephen Merchant. But I'd have a chimp in it all the way through it, like a little chimp. And yeah. then in the final episode, I'd have a chimp doing what chimps do best uh, when they attack. And that is they break off your jaw straight away. They chew your hands up and they rip your genitals off. Uh, that's how a chimp attacks. And I'd have that at the very final episode. I think that would, yeah. that would have been better than the, the final scene, I think. I think he's missed a trick there. There should he be more chimp attacks in everything. Yeah. You should always have a chimp attack. So remember, it's jaw, hands, genitals. The three <laughs> yeah. J, H, G. That is pretty savage. The jaw to make you weak, the hands so you can't attack, and the genitals your weakest point. Chimps know. Yeah, yeah. When a chimp attacks, you're oh, so do you yeah, think no, if you don't you, get attacked by a chimp. If you were going to create a martial art to basically defeat chimps, you would block first jaw. Yep, jaw. But then your hands. Hands. Krav yeah. Maga is kind of like, like chimpanzee fighting. Like, yeah, yeah. It's the closest like martial art there's to chimpanzee fighting. though, you couldn't I mean. really teach chimp fighting at a school, could you? Because if you taught chimp fighting, you'd be like, right, going for the jaw, like ripping someone's jaw I mean, off and mauling their hands. Yeah, and, they're, I I mean, they're the, more efficient. The they're... problem would be when the sensei went for the children's genitals. Yeah. <laughs> there was a show that we never talked about. It was on a few weeks ago called Breastfeeding My Boyfriend. Have you heard of that? <laughs> yeah, we, we never talk. It's on the. Like, I've I heard the three on, words before, but I hadn't heard of the program. It's on four OD, and it's not the kind of show I can watch comfortably. I don't think. I just I find those a little bit cringy. Those shows. Yeah. I, just, I just saw a little clip of it. I don't know if it was on Gogglebox or some other shit. I just saw yeah, a little clip. Of I it suppose it, it would like, be oh. quite difficult to watch while you were breastfeeding. But it was about a guy. The bit he's I saw, feed he goes, "I'll oh, feed now," and he's sucking on her breast. Yeah, he just sort of lies down like he's having a nap. On but her, isn't that on what her, most guys? He's having a nap on her lap, and then he's just like, "Yeah," just sort of just tilts his head around. 
down and goes, bitty. <laughs> don't most guys like to suck breasts? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Just so what's the problem? I know, there's no problem. He's getting an extra treat. He's getting some milk out. <laughs> He's getting milk. Yeah, so it's like, really, everyone else is missing a trick by not getting fed I, milk. I think showrunners are running out of ideas. I mean, if we came up with some ideas for a TV programme, what about eating shit for singles? And the idea is they have a single comes out that wants to meet their perfect match and they have six plates of shit, human shit, and they have to go and eat each one and then guess which one's the millionaire. Yours be the one with tricks, though, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. A, good, that's, a, good, that's we, a good one because the millionaire might eat like loads of rancid, like like it might be Donald Trump. Donald, his his shit, I'd imagine, is probably like the worst, probably one of the worst shits. Well, he's like, a McDonald's man, isn't he? Yeah, shit. yeah. Well, he just eats all he eats is cheeseburgers, whatever. So yeah, so do. You, you wouldn't know, would you? It could be like, oh, do I say the poorest person? It might be some vegan dude who has got his own. Yeah, but they, they could do a they could do a twist on it and have a really poor person that only eats cheeseburgers, and she thinks she's marrying Trump. Well, yeah, and when he comes exactly. out, well, that's, that's a minefield, isn't it? With the breastfeeding my boyfriend thing, what the boyfriend should do is you suck up the breast milk and then you spit it into a cup. And then you put it in the fridge, and then in the morning you just pour it on your cereal, so you don't actually have to drink the milk all in one go. You could have it later on. Yeah, you, you could have it with placenta, uh, but also, I mean, you've got you've got to think about what because obviously breastfeeding does damage, like does shit to women's tits, makes them like droopy okay. or whatever and shit. So th- he's kind of doing himself an injustice there his own mistress but if you because you, you know people eat placentas that eat the placenta don't I mean, they it might make her tits they, more they say that you can make it into an omelette so you could use breast milk and the woman's eggs oh, okay uh, because what of, is, it, is her name Taylor Swift they're saying now she's 40 she hasn't had children but she's used up 90% of her eggs and by the, in, in the next few years she'll have used up 97% we're obviously men and uh, we don't really understand these things I don't know I, just ladies, saw, if a, I saw it on a meme toxic men ladies if you'd like to correct us on anything then you know the email address is idlemanmayagmail.com uh, I will say talking of ladies and breasts Doctor Who my thoughts on Doctor Who the new season started we're three episodes in as you guys know I'm a big Who head big Doctor Who fan and Whitaker's back Jodie Whitaker's no, she's back not, she's got a change isn't she <laughs> Can't she change it? Not yet. She's oh, got, what? I she's not got going her. through the who menopause. Five more episodes and three specials and then she regenerates then, then next she change year. it Christmas? And then Russell T. Davis comes back. Oh, right. Again, he's taken over again. But this so one's which called who, The Flux. Which doctor do you think had the best tits? Uh, definitely Tom Baker. Tom Baker. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Larger man, nice breasts, nice and round. Or, or Colin. Colin Baker now, but yeah. when he was in it, Oh, no, it's Colin so Baker. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, Colin Baker now. But yeah, Jodie Whittaker... She's getting better at Doctor Who. Still a bit, bit late, a uh, bit <gasps> all the time. But yeah, she's getting better at Let's it. The storyline's okay. Why don't we just blag it? Let's just blag our way in. Maybe it's been on too long. Let's blag it's Bradley, it's Bradley Walsh the still in it. Oh, actually, no. Right, okay. So you say that's. I'm glad you said that. Thanks. John Bishop's in it now. Oh, in yeah, it oh fuck. Yeah. And I can just safely say John Bishop is not the finest actor on Doctor Who. No shit. He, he just sort of goes, "Hey, what's that, Doctor? Oh, this place is a bit odd." What's going on here? Like, no, nothing. There's nothing there at all. Well, I, Just like, hey, come on, I really like you. Do you want to go for a drink tonight, eight o'clock? What? I love Liverpool and the How museum. How much have you seen? Of, what, have you I seen a whole episode of people him, around in the museum. Have you seen a whole episode of I've him, seen it? three episodes. Oh, right. That's what up. he's like in every one. When do, they, like when, do these, show, when do these happen? They're on every Sunday night. Oh, really? Yeah. It's been three episodes so far. It's how come I, how have I not seen these? You don't like it. So I did get kids. some... I did oh, get is some, it I'm around here while you're watching it yeah, with your mum? you hate it and you hate me. Have you been watching it with your mum? Yeah. Oh, I see. Breaking Who's, I did get some... Um, well, it's 90%... Uh, it's gonna gonna happen. Some who goss uh, from my friend at the BBC, 
well, it was my friend's wife. Yeah. That the next um, doctor penciled in, it's another comedian, yeah. Michael McIntyre. Fuck off. Get lost. Yep. Fuck Seriously? off. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why he's because he hasn't been. Uh, that's why he hasn't been touring. So is this proper inside knowledge? This yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Forgot, that's what Neil said to me. Really? Yeah. I, I can't. I'm sort of thinking I how that would work. I can see it. I can see it. I can sort of see it. Yeah, but I'm like, I don't know. I just, He's I just got w- that sort of like Patrick Troughton-y like yeah. mad professor-y sort yeah, of. He could be like, yeah, he could be probably like mad. I, I wasn't supposed to tell anyone, so cut this out of the podcast, yeah, but it, it's, it's 100% going to be him. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm not cutting that. This is the best thing we've this ever said on the podcast. This is oh, proper no, hardcore. <laughs> no way. But if it is him, that's, no, not, no that's not a bad I mean, choice, actually. That's not a bad choice. I think it could It could be like the Heath Ledger and the Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you think, really? No, I think he's going to be like, he'll be all bumbling and like, ooh, I've got funny like stupid contraptions and he's dropping them all the time and shit like that. But then he'll also, you don't know <laughs> and his acting might be good for yeah. the darker bits where he's like so yeah it's an interesting well, choice most comedians are quite good at uh, ten, apart from, from not apart from John Bishop, John Bishop but, like, yeah. of course. but like Bradley Walsh people like that like although Bradley Walsh isn't strictly a comedian but they do tend to because they're performing they, they're, the, the whole nature of performing on stage tends to like, yeah, Nick lend Knowles. them to acting Sexist Eddie man Murphy alive. I mean Eddie Murphy made a good actor hey, what, what? probably make a terrible who yeah, that, yeah, yeah. what makes <laughs> what makes <laughs> Nick Knowles so sexy it's got a massive cock. Because <laughs> Nick Knowles and Greg Wallace, they have a friend this thing. Of the BBC told me. Well, they have a lot of younger women go out with them, and Nick Knowles especially. He's got They're this geezers. rough guy. They talk like geezers. Really? Nick Knowles doesn't talk like that. Midi. Nick Knowles. He's like a builder does, type, and he gets his hands dirty. Yeah, no, he does, or he's he doesn't the... actually. He's, he talks quite normal. He doesn't talk comedy. He doesn't talk What posh. gives him sex appeal, do you think? He does house changes and garden things, doesn't he? I really... Yeah, women like those hands-on type of rough-handy type blokes. He looks like a like a a swarthy like gypsy or like a like a, a pirate <laughs> like a uh, Lothario like, pirate like Johnny like, like Johnny Depp in that chocolate film <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like that yeah just like that women like dirty uh, hands they like, yeah, he, does, he looks like carny folk he looks like he looks like he looks like he works on the dodge like on the fucking <laughs> waltzers on the dodgems of the waltzers, on the waltzers. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he looks like he'd swing past with a glint in his eye and then um, you'd, wave, you'd wave goodbye and you'd go out the back and you shed doors open and the bike's gone but I don't think he is though I, don't, I think he's a bit soft and he uh, like he, you know he's the advert and it's like oh and he's, he, I was born with a bit of stubble and a hard hat or whatever and it's like he doesn't actually do it on the show he's more like um, Carol Smiley or whatever isn't he, he doesn't, he's just, or Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen he doesn't do anything he doesn't actually he's not handy handy is he looks he, or, like the representative of the carny well, folks that goes on the local news programme and says how they didn't mean to cause any trouble and it's not their litter. <laughs> he's like Jay from the repair shop, isn't he? Yeah, he's basically, yeah, he's like Jay from the repair Greg shop. Wallace he looks in MasterChef, because I've seen yeah. that now, and he doesn't do anything. Yeah, obviously, yeah. He, he might as well not be in he, it. He, 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 knows requirements. he knows a bit about pudding, because he just ate, ate a fucking load. Wasn't he a greengrocer? He was a greengrocer, <laughs> yeah. and then he just eats loads of fucking pudding, and that's his qualification his for His glasses were always wonky. He can't put his glass on straight. Maybe that's because he's had a baseball bat around his head and his head's shaped funny. <laughs> well, he's got a six-pack he's, he's always lockdown. jittering because he's had too, too much sugar. He looks like an MMA fighter now. Have you seen the pictures of him? No, that was for, that's from 10 years. That's from 10... The celebrities don't... Stay, they take don't one jealous, shot. Mate. They take one shot for Instagram and that was like fucking 18 months ago and they go back to being fucking blobs usually. Very, very jealous, that uh, sounds like. <laughs> very jealous. Oh, no, you can tell... Oh, no, no, I don't I haven't seen a, a picture of his top off. Uh, but, yeah. Or well, maybe you should they start bre- they breathe in, recently. They breathe in, yeah. take the picture, then they go in the kitchen and have a glass of water and they just explode. No, he definitely <laughs> had a six-pack. He definitely had a nice six-pack. It wasn't a six-pack. He's, he, like, his stomach was flat 
And then he and his and his chest, he's in better and his shape chest than you. Like, and he's twice your age. Lost a bit of like yeah, definitely, and a bit of definition. Yeah, but more he definition like, than you. Well, at the moment, maybe. Like, yeah. oh, and that's why he goes out with yeah. twelve year twelve year old. Year old wow, breaking news. Twenty year old, twenty one. Hopefully, I'll get in shape. How can he do that though? Do you know like Nick Knowles and what guy from Green Grace? When Nick Knowles and Greg Wallace go out with these like really young women, what? Because they're on the telly. What they got in common? What can they talk about? They're on the telly. And they've got some money. TV shows. Oh, what, that, what, oh, sorry, what, sorry, like, I thought, I thought you meant what if Nick Knowles and Greg Wallace yeah, got Yeah, because I could imagine the younger ladies going like, do you want to watch Love Island, Nick? And Nick's like, no, oh, I yeah, don't want to watch same, Love Island. Well, yeah, same with like Paul Hollywood. and that. And oh, he's fucking, another one, isn't he? Paul, Paul Hollywood. Hollywood. And that 20, and what was her name? She had a funny name, like Holiday. Summer, Hol- Summer, Summer. Her name was Summer, because yeah. that was always in the... There was always being punned in the in the sun or whatever, whatever paper it was. What's his son at Dane? Whatever. What's Summer's his name? over. Or whatever. <laughs> What's like. that pop singer Dane or Duncan from Blue? They've always got birds with him, and they're like washed what? up. They're, no, Duncan's gay. He's got he's got he's <laughs> married. He's no, got a husband. Dane, no, what's his name? Dane, Dane Bowers. Bowers. Yeah, Dane Bowers. Yeah. yeah, and he's not old. Oh yeah. Well, I suppose he is, isn't he? No, he's my age now. But anyway, that's not old. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's I mean, been, really old people. It's, it's been a while since he's been in the limelight, and I thought he was uh, skint or whatever. But then. I, the other day I saw a picture of him with some dolly bird off some telly programme. Mm. It's beggar's belief. Uh, well, work here, the only thing on there is fame, fame and... Uh, anyway, let's uh, talk about this. So you were no, shared something other week about a Money Heist experience in London. Yeah. Uh, so the show Money Heist, I don't know if anyone's seen it. It's about... Spanish. I've never seen it. I watched the first season. It's a Spanish thing. Uh, with the uh, subsequent four or whatever it's fucking been You now. can go on this Money Heist experience in London. Um, so you can actually it's like secret cinema I think but you I think it's a Doctor Who one as well you have a full experience with this one I think what masks do they wear they wear funny masks they're like the Salvador Dali they're the Dali masks yeah that's it so yeah so you can go for the money heist experience in London the first international heist is coming you can book now and it says have you ever have you seen what we've managed to accomplish so far it's nothing compared to the stunt we're planning to pull off in the money heist experience you'll live out the first ever international robbery in person take part in this immersive experience full of special effects and endless surprises the adventure will give you a rush of pure adrenaline excitement and euphoria join our march matchless actors in this hyper realistic experience become a true member of our team as we break into one of the most iconic venues in london so don your mask and join the gang the team needs you so but this is put on by netflix so there'll be a budget to it yeah, well, yeah. in conjunction with this is how it works so that you've got the program is the robbery you do 60 minutes of immersion featuring actors theatrical set design exciting new plot so i take it you go to a room and they go i imagine oh, because in the Doctor Who one, there's one called um, Time Fracture in London, and, they, right. and it's like an immersive theatre thing as well, yeah. where you go into a room and they go, oh, hi there, you're the Doctor's new companions. It's something like this, isn't it? Go, you're yeah. the Doctor's new companions. Uh, we've got to stop the Time Fracture. It's coming through now. Thank you for coming in. Please walk this way. And then obviously you go to the next room, and next room is yeah, different yeah. stuff all the way through. And I take it, so it says here, you get 60 minutes for immersive theatre, so that'll be the same sort of thing. Like, I suppose you're in a yeah. room sat down with a board, He's going, we've got to do the heist. Um, it has got the... No, no, it's, it's got the venue. But, but I think they choose different people to do different things, enact different things, and then you have... I mean, I suppose... Well, there you go. I'll go. Let me give you a little bit of it. Just tell you a little bit more. There used to be Alien War at the Trocadero. Yeah, yeah, it's right. a similar thing. Yeah. Sort of. This is 60 minutes for Merchant Theatre for actors, theatrical set design, exciting new plot. After that, you hang out in a theme bar with appetizers, merchandise, and bespoke cocktails. Then you take a souvenir photo and put it on social media. Uh, actors and audience are one team. Up to seven actors for every 20 people represent a multitude of characters blurring the boundaries between fiction and reality. Following so they'll their guide steps, you through yeah, it, they and then there'll be hostages. Gumbushes, and think, yeah. ambushes, 
special effects. There's no walk in the park. Will you be the first to open your safe? Will you escape? So it's from November 2021, um, and it is in Old Brompton Road in London. Yeah. And you've got to be 16 plus, and the minimum uh, purchase of six tickets group discount. So, so the reason I'm bringing that up, sorry, what are you going to say, Greg? No, I was just wondering, is anyone plan- are you planning on doing it? Why are we talking about this? Well, no, the reason I was talking about it, because you've had the Doctor Who when you had the Money Ice one. What else do you think they did, should do as did an experience? Did you see the, do you remember the Secret Cinema, the one, the Secret Cinema ones, the one I, the couple I liked, there was one that was Bugsy Malone. Oh, yeah. And everyone obviously dressed up in period. Yeah. And then you go into a massive theatre and they were doing shows for you. And then... Um, the problem is everyone's wearing expensive suits. They do a show, you can drink and do it. There's all, uh, and then there's acts on stage, but then it ends up with a massive food fight and you completely ruin your suit. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. That sounds good, though. Was that and Secret Cinema, guns. though? I do want to do, cinema, I yeah. to do Blade Runner. Oh, yeah, well, there's quite a few I wanted to do. Black Black to Blade Runner. There was a Star Wars one. Star Wars, Blade Runner. Yeah. But I was thinking with that immersive theatre, that's a clock of because obviously people want experiences now that's a big money spinner isn't it and maybe they should branch out to a few more different shows they could do because they could do a lot well, of stuff we could like- sell tickets for Armageddon just take everyone to that place in Egypt yeah uh, or they could do um, Last Summer Wine etc or a lower low it's funny uh, do you know that why where Armageddon comes from is it was actually from that sort of area neck of the woods or uh, Middle East somewhere there was a place called Armageddon wasn't it Armageddon there's a place called Armageddon and that's where the first recorded ever battle was like actual battle what Bruce Willis huh it was Bruce Willis there with the battle what it was a oh nice deep impact isn't it what are you talking about? Bruce Willis, so I Armageddon. I know you're trying to do a joke. Armageddon, oh, right. Armageddon. Deep, Armageddon. deep impact, sorry. We, no, we, Armageddon is Bruce Willis. So. Oh, he yeah, was, yeah, was yeah, there yeah, then. Yeah, we, yeah. Could do, <laughs> we could do biblical immersive experiences because like, it'd be quite cheap to do Sodom and Gomorrah. All you'd need is a load of salt and some lube. Salt bait. I was thinking one of the immersive experiences I like to do is say maybe the Antiques Roadshow. That'd be a great immersive experience because can you imagine what it would feel like to take something on the Antiques Roadshow that you thought had little value and then you've well you don't even know how much it's worth and you find out say it's worth a hundred thousand or like the, the feet obviously it, it I think the best thing to I'll do I'll tell you how we could do that go on. I'll tell you how we could do that we do that we'll get Chris to be the guide he takes people round uh, one of them antiques place, places that he never buys anything and at the end we just give them all a scratch card uh, that's not bad uh, Bob Scratchit he spends yeah. all the Christmas money on scratch cards and doesn't get the turkey so I was thinking with the Antiques Roadshow one, we could do that immersive experience right now on this podcast right here right now have you got the scratch cards I could make you I can be uh, who's the old guy I think his name was Bob one of the older ones on the we'll Antiques Roadshow we'll do the Roadshow. research don't worry about it but uh, I'll be Bob and he's an expert and a specialist and you could be bringing an antique along and I'm going to value that antique at a higher value than you think it's worth to give you that buzz Right. Uh, so Greg's miles away looking at something so let's you do it Johnny so you pick any of these items on the table we've got loads we've got boggle we've got cans of beer we've got anything here So I'm a miles away I'm just looking at my phone okay right so Johnny's picked a lighter so okay let's do it so show me the- well what uh, hi um, what, what I brought in today uh, Ooh, Nan's dead okay and, um, she's passed away yep she's, she's dead and um, she's what passed she away le- uh, the rest of the family cleared everything out. Yeah. But by the time I got around the house, because I um, I heard a bit late. Yeah. Because um, I was playing Xbox. Mm, mm. Um, and all that was left was this. Um, I don't know. It's, I think it, I think it's beautiful. And it's got a lot of sentimental value, and it's still got a bit of gas in it. It's a it's a, a purple lighter. I okay. Think it's, it's, it is, has got a mark on it. I don't know if you know. Is is it? I think a, it says Bic. Is that a clipper or? I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm no expert. That's what it says. K, E, 
and then I think that's an R. Well, is that silver? Well, looking at this lighter, I'll just tell you a little bit about uh, this because recreational tobacco used to was dominated the 19th and 20th century, mm-hmm. um, and the inventors of the period continued to create new ways to light people's tobacco. Okay. Um, in a short period of time, hundreds of patents were submitted to Europe and the United States. Uh, but what you've got here is one of a like a newer version of a lighter. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, this one's uh, this one's this one dates uh, I think roughly about 2010. That makes sense. 2011. Yeah, that, that how long t- did you? How long have you had it in your family? Uh, I don't. I don't know. It was on the floor around Granny's. Okay, and would you say this is, is this a this isn't a refillable light? She didn't even smoke, so it's weird. The rest of the house okay. was completely cleared out, and that was on the floor. And this is what you found this week. Yeah. Okay, so with regards to this lighter, this is it is, a, pur- is purple. Okay, well, this is a clipper lighter. Okay, um, great. And Clipper yeah. were the pioneer of lighters and accessory production. They were founded in Barcelona in 1959 oh, wow, by Flamagas. Oh, because there is Spanish history uh, you have Spanish family, in your yeah, family. Yeah. Okay. My, uh, my nan had a um, ready meal paella. Oh, right, okay. So you use... Oh, very nice. Uh, the cylindrical shape was designed by well-known designer uh, Enric Sada in 1970. Oh, yeah. Is it worth much? Uh, and nowadays, Clippers are worldwide for millions of smokes around the world. There's a leader's in refill marker. Well, this one's a very special one you've got she here. She didn't even smoke. No, but if you look at there, can you see the K at the top? Underneath your nail? Yeah, the K. Yep. Uh, that stands for Kino. Uh, and that's a Kino 5 lighter, and these are very, very rare lighters. Oh, wow. So uh, on today's market, uh, this lighter could roughly be worth around... F- uh, 80 to 100 pounds. <gasps> wow. <gasps> how, how does that make you feel? Are you going to sell it or are you going to keep that? I don't know. Do you think it would appreciate in value at all? Uh, well, there is a strong market for lighters at the moment. People are not only on smokes nowadays, but there's a strong market for collectors of lighters at the moment. I'm just thinking, if I sold it, I could probably get a cab, a cab home and get, um, and get a takeaway. Uh, you could do that's none of my business what you want to do with uh, it so thank you thank no, you very amazing. much okay there you go that's the antiques road to experience wow so that was wow uh, 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 so what other experiences can you think of or should we bang that on here the homes under the hammer experience what about that what so you, you pay some money give them your address and they turn up with a massive hammer and smash your house up the casualty experience we just go and have a really nasty accident <laughs> going to the hospital didn't we say about the great British Bake Off experience I don't before, think so, have we? where we take them, we take them to Greg's, <laughs> oh, and then course. we put them in a tent. Yeah, and then um, people from Greg's go in and buy different pastries and um, pasties and throw them at you while you're in the tent. Uh, we, we discuss that in different. The, the country file experience, where you just walk for a field, and then you get and Jimmy Savile turns quid. up. I do that quite often anyway. Walk for a field, you got to pay for it though. It's hundred quid, and then you have a guy dressed as John Craven. <laughs> Telling you about <laughs> doing a voiceover about, and he gives you a calendar. Just walking through that he field, starts out. to send you a calendar. Walking through that field out the back of the hospital. You, just you go, could have yeah, come here. You could have Greg. Could yeah. get, Greg could get all his acting mates to dress up as different wildlife. <laughs> My acting mates. Okay. So to guarantee, you're guaranteed to see a badger. <laughs> all right, I'm going to ask you a big ask now. Let's see if you can do this. I like to throw out some challenges each week, I'm as you well know. And this week's challenge is: Can you improvise a folk song? Okay, and we'll all have a go at it. That's fine. And it starts with the lyric, "And the rains came down." <laughs> and the rains came down one autumn morn, the last time the boats went out, and that's the last time they rained for many a day, because all the men had gout. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'll have a go. Okay. 
And the rains came down as we look across the water. The rains came down in her pretty hair. I saw her eyes and her chin and her nose. And I said to myself, that's where she blows. Do you want to a quick guy? Pretty good. And the rains came down and the sand followed fast. Then it all flooded and the scorpions arse. Oh, what? How can you read? How did you write that down? Egypt story, you <laughs> oh, silly right. bugger. And the rains, the rains came down. Nice. Pretty good. <clears throat> I can't, yeah, Very I can't good. Think. It does remind me, though, because after saying that, um, I, it reminded me of the fact that uh, the House of the Rising Sun, that it came from Lowestoft originally, but but it I sort of came down. No, Lowestoft, and then it moved, it came down from, because there was a mining... Uh, what so the, how, the house of ill repute in the Eagles song? There was yeah, but it's, a it went house. To the, the, the version, the current, the version you know now is from the like nineteen twenties from the Appalachian Mountains, or whatever, which turned into a blues song and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. But it came from England. It comes from the sixteenth, like, seventeenth century. It's a Scottish like folk song, which came down from yeah Scottish or Irish folk song, which came to down there and then they, they came down as workers and worked in the mines down a by Lowestoft. In Lowestoft, yeah, and then it passed on to them. There was a house in Lowestoft. They call oh, the rising sun. So there was, and there was a place called Rising Sun okay. in Lowestoft, which was a brothel. So anyway, let's talk about brothels. Oh. You hear about that brothel in Europe that's giving out free vaccines? Oh yeah, well yeah, in Austria apparently. Any or something prostitutes like that. in tears on TikToks and they haven't taken the vaccine? They've lost their job for fourteen years. <laughs> Well, they're uh, not giving out no. free vaccines, are they? They're, yeah, you get no, free vaccines. I thought you got free whore. If no, you, if when you go, vaccinated. it's a free vaccine. You <laughs> go in there to be vaccinated, and the the prostitutes are dressed up as sexy nurses. Oh, that's right. And they take you in. You get a prick, yeah. and then you get. Um, I think you get half an hour on free. Yeah, that's it. To yeah, do yeah. what? I don't know. Whatever those dirty bastards do. Have a little poke around there, bum out. I'll tell you what you don't see anymore Von Dutch t-shirts do you no oh, they're coming back in again are they because yeah. I haven't seen people in a Von Dutch t-shirt for ages and I really miss that 90s stuff's coming back in mm. global uh, hypercolour t-shirts coming back in Johnny what's your quiz Benetton. this week then uh, I'll have to get it ready well, you get it ready while you're getting that I'll ask you a quick question go on then uh, would a meat master be someone who goes to the gym a lot or someone who's good with their dick what do you think a meat master would be someone who knows a lot about the different kinds of meats you can get, like beef, lamb. Good point. Could be that. Could be that as well. So if you call charcuterie. Some, yeah. If you call someone a meat master, then yeah. Is no. it charcuterie? Isn't it in, fr- in French? The, the meat shop. It's a char- charcuterie. You have a charcuterie selection, which is a selection of meats. But is would a is a that person, the one that does the horses? No. Nah, well, yeah, I assume they do horses as well. well there's, there's a chevalier. One, there's a sp- sp- chevalier's horse. There's a isn't specific it? one for horse meat. What's a chevalier? Is chevalier a word? Cheval's horse. I don't know. Greg's law. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. I don't know if you have a charcuterie. I don't know. If if you um passed away, would you like a law named after you? No, like you know when people yeah, pass law, away yeah, yeah. and they have laws made for G them. G Dog's law. It's be Greg's law, or Johnny's law, Dog's law. What would your law be, Greg? 
the wearing of helmets on electric scooters yeah. when you get mushed never, up. You're never allowed to wear a skateboard. Uh, no, wear a skateboard. <laughs> never allowed to wear a skateboard on your head. Greg's law would, you'd have to make it compulsory for street workers to match up to their advertised picture. <laughs> yes. Be, because that, you get into be like a real more. bad scrape with a prostitute. Yeah. I, mean, that, that, I mean, that wouldn't count. I mean, not if, when I'm happily married, I wouldn't give a shit about that. But Oh, no, I would. Because I know how annoying it was at the time when I needed wanted but that I can service. imagine like you doing like you seeing all these different prostitutes and none of them ever match up to the picture and you doing something really silly uh, moving over to the other side obviously it'd be very very sad but then your mum and dad on TV like introducing Greg's Law to say that all prostitutes <laughs> yeah. should be the same as their advertised picture so you're suggesting that my suicide note would be like it's just because of these whores they don't match their picture and then okay, yeah. yeah leave a suicide note like and that and that's how Greg's Law and begins then, uh, yeah my parents are like oh god We've got so to anyway, to let's move on to Johnny's quiz this week. Here we go. Well, I'll just say at this point, uh, everything from this is going to be audio based. So I've tried to make it easier on myself, and then I realised I'm going to. Well, like to... the rest was, was visually based. No, and I was saying stuff oh. and then playing it back. What I thought I could do is play everything from the program, and then pause it and ask you the the questions. Old quiz, but, right? You yeah, got yeah. It's not going to work, so you'll have to edit in between. But here we go. See if you can guess who it is. Wheel of Fortune. Play cards. Right. Play cards right. I mean, what's that mean? Lovely, lovely friend. You're so much better than last week. <laughs> you old dead cunt. No, you really are. I mean, fuck off, you oh, dead cunt. Trash. <laughs> and that Ethel. Oh. How many birds did you fucking touch up, you old cunt? No, you really are. I mean, oh, what trash, trash. And that Ethel. Oh. Long sat there, but my girl. And that group she was with, not a group, they were a herd. I thought you were, I thought you were jumping that then. I yeah, thought you were I skipping did, on. Did, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, we're playing, play your so cards right we're then. We're going to play, because um, obviously we, we can play the higher or lower if you want at the end for the big money. Um, but what I thought we'd do is, do you remember the format where they used to do a poll of 100 people? Yeah. Well, he'll explain no. it to you. No, I, I, no, I don't. That's, that's, that's fucking family fortunes, isn't it? Or no, 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 no. It was also in this as well. a hundred people. All pointless. And then... I'll let Bruce explain it to you if I can find the right point. Bruce Bowers, until you've won a question, one of the questions are based on a poll of a hundred people. You won the toss, Ian and Kim, so you'll bat first. That ball. You'll bat first. And good luck to you all. Here we go. We're away. We ask 100 single women under 25. Ooh. If it were the only place that you and your boyfriend could be alone together, would you do your courting in the local graveyard? <laughs> to scare the pants off you. Single women said yes. If it were the only place they could be alone with their boyfriend, they would do their courting in the local graveyard. Now, if it was you, just a few. All of them, the filthy harlots. Let's have a hundred people, yeah. So, so Greg, first you've got to say you've got to say a number out of a hundred said they would do their courting in the local graveyard. A hundred women out of a hundred people. It's a hundred women. They've asked. 
if the only place you could do your courting was in a local graveyard, how many would say yes? You say out of 100, and then uh, Barry here has got to say higher or lower. Okay, I'll say... uh, This is the 80s, isn't it? Yep. 1987. Yeah, I'd say... I'd say... I don't know. It's hard to say whether girls would be more... um, Or women would be more... uh, Jack and Bruce would be more. Uh, Jack and Bruce would I reckon be they'd be more up for it in the eighties, in graveyards, or maybe they'd be thinking. I don't know, Maggie's like, so lots of the height about. of the uppies, height of the uppies and stuff. So they're like, I mean, this is yeah, this is the, the, the move, the beginning of the, <laughs> the, 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 the beginning of the young <laughs> and uppity <laughs> mobile <laughs> shit. Fucking boring cunts. So you boring cunts. Excuse me, Bruce. I'm just trying to work through. Just if I give you an answer. I've got a method, Bruce. Please. You fucked up on drugs or something. Shut up, now, Bruce. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. The, the, I'm dead. <laughs> the uh, the fucking the, the, the uppies. They might think like, oh no, please. shut up. The fucking yeah, well, I get uh, it. It's very so good. basically, what between one and a hundred? Between one and a hundred, please. <laughs> so yeah, it's very um, very simple. So you know, you know, your average late eighties yuppie bird might want to go. And like, the no, show might... is over. Thank you for watching. Play your cards right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Bruce. Are the ratings um, higher or lower? We'll just are they, they going to be trying yeah? Lardy no, I'm going to go 25. 25? And I say higher than 25. So Barry said higher. Can you so do let's the, see what happened. Do the Bruce impression, please, Johnny. <laughs> well, he's going to do it himself, isn't he? Months ago, while you were courting, yeah, well, well, we didn't. But we're doing it, no. No. So basically, you're wrong. So no, perhaps the bloke might want to, but. Fucking Steve. Might want to, but. Yeah, the cold, the temperature. Yeah, the cold, the temperature. Right. Yeah. Someone 23. 23. Yes. 23. Yes. 23. Would you? How would you think about 40 in a graveyard? Would you? I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like it. No, you wouldn't like it. So you'd be on your own. Cold night, cold night. Cold night, cold night. The actual number who would do their courting in the graveyard is... 36. Not a bad guess. 36. Thank you. I thought I was going to say 50. Dirty, 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 dirty bitches. Dirty bitches. Let's go for a That's one to Barry. Thank you very much. And if we go now to... Oh, maybe I could channel Bruce today. You've got to answer the question now and I get to go... Yeah. All the way through while you're trying to fucking talk. Well, if you can do a decent impression of Bruce Forstaff like well, I like can, I'll let you. That's Are what you, you did. Are you ready, my loves? Are you ready, my loves? <laughs> yeah, ready. But don't worry, there's another Brucey bonus there. If you win the next game, there's another Brucey bonus for you. So game number two coming up. You're playing very well, all of you. It's a very exciting game. Ian and Kim, you to answer the first question. Here we go. We ask 100 nurses. If Bruce Forsyth were a patient on your ward, would you volunteer to give him a bed bath? Which one is it being a soap opera? Right. If Bruce Forsyth were a patient on their ward, they would volunteer to give him a bed bath. Yeah. And they- well, I think because it's nurses and they would bed bath anybody, so it doesn't necessarily have volunteer. to be Bruce Forsyth. And if they volunteer in, I think I'm going to go high on that. I'm going to go about 80. 80%. 
I'm inclined to agree with I'm inclined to agree with him. Uh, you got to go higher or lower. I remember it's to no, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's I'm thinking it's going to be high because the nurses the nurses going to go. Oh, it's old Bruce. Oh, oh he's okay, lovely. Yeah, what happened to Bruce impression when I was doing the questions? Because you weren't you didn't talk for long enough. Because I just talked straight to it and gave you the answer. Yeah, well, Delia, you're allowed to deliberate these things. No, you're allowed to have a process. Okay, let me think about it first. I'll think about it. You can be Bruce then. I'll give you a chance to be Bruce. All right. Oh wow, bed bath. Oh yeah. So nurses. All the nurses love me. Yeah, they do like you, Bruce. Yeah. It's me, cuddly Bruce. I think it's best if Bruce who takes off that blue tabard. <laughs> right, and let's see what this actually happened has really in 1987. Next week, put a little bit more work into it, maybe, and just have two clips of a YouTube video. Maybe make the questions yourself, like you did before when it was actually. I didn't make the questions. You wrote them down. Yeah, but I thought it was better like that. You wrote them down. <laughs> he did good. I liked him. So, uh, <laughs> does anybody want to do a seance this week and no. talk Channel the Dead? Okay. But something I would like to do this week is I was thinking a lot about jobs this week and job interviews because you're talking about the Odeon. And I was thinking about how if you got to your 80s and you'd still want a job and you want to be interviewed for a job as an 80-year-old man, that would be a bloody... Don't you think that would be really hard to do, be an 8-year-old getting interviewed? Mm, nah. What, what do you mean? Get, well, say getting, an eighty-year-old man applying for a job, say in the Odeon. You're eight years old, and you find well, you, you know, get, that you job get loads in the of leeway because if they're if they're if they're if they're hiring people that age, then you're probably the only cunt fucking going for the job. So they'll just give you the job. They're looking to fill a quota. It's like, oh, we've been done for being ages, so we're gonna we've got to give an interview to this eight-year-old. Can you guy. do the voice of an old man? Then can you play an eight-year-old? Yes. Oh, that's really good. Okay, let's do the Odeon interview then. I'll be interviewing you for the Odeon job, and you're an okay, eight-year-old man. Yeah. Hello, you're Stanley, is it? Yeah, I'm Stan. Oh, come in, Stan. Sit down. You're right. <laughs> Am I northern? Yeah. Why not? You're right, Stan. 
Yeah, I'm 80 years old. Take a seat, Stan. Right? There you go. That's all right. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not infirmed. Would you, would I you, can still get about. I can still scoop some popcorn. Oh, that's good. Would you like a drink, Stan? Yeah. Or anything? What would you like? A water, please. Okay, let's get your water. Actually, have you got any whiskey? Is that? Uh, we I'm a hard. I'm 80 years old. I'm a hardened drinker. No, you can't drink. I've been drinking. Gi- I drink. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not allowed to drink. But it's kind of. It's more like it just keeps me normal. Keeps me steady. Keeps my hand from shaking. I could do the popcorn better. Well, you can't drink on the job, I'm afraid, Stan. Oh, okay. Would you like a water? Uh, yes, I'll just have a water. There then. you go, there's a water there for you, Stan. Okay. So you applied for the Odeon job. We like your covering letter, Stan. It says you're fanatical about film. Yes, but I didn't mention about my perfect experience. It's but... strange, though, because it says your name on the, in- on the job application is Greg, but you call yourself Stan. Yeah. Why is that? Well... <laughs> Because uh, I'm 80 years old now and Stan seems like a more old name. Oh, you prefer the name Stan? Yeah. Okay. So on your covering letter, it says you're fanatical about film. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that, Stan. You must have seen a lot of films, I take it, over the years. I've seen all of them. Well, f- all of the films in the last 80 years. How are you with standing for long periods of time, Stan? Well, they used to call me Stand. Because... <laughs> what, sta- Greg Stand? I stand up. No, Stan. They just changed... They called me Stand... Because I stand up all the time. Because I can stand up for ages. What would be your name badge film you'd have on? Um, um, that, what's that Charlie Chaplin film? The 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 rascal, the beggar. The it's beggar. Called. That's it. I know. An old no Metropolis. Oh. I was there. I was at the premiere with Charlie Fritz Lang. No, I'm not old enough to do that. But you know, I was, I was just trying to say how old I was. You know. A joke. So you, do you see a lot of films yourself, Stan? You're a big film guy? Yeah, I watch Netflix all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I watch all the streaming services. I've watched everything. You name it, I've watched it. And you know... and you I know, can t- Name a film, I'll tell you director and... Uh, and yeah. Okay, Gladiator. Gladiator, Ridley Scott, 2000. Oh, very good. Matrix. Matrix, 99, with Chowski Brothers. Oh, um... David Dallas, 70-something. Don't know the director. Okay, Stan, let's go for <laughs> Spider-Man. The original Spider-Man. The original, what? The original what? The Tobey Maguire one? Yeah. Oh, that's oh, uh, I think that was two thousand and one or two, and that was um, obviously bloody your man who did Evil Dead. Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Sam thank Raimi. You. Stan. Yeah. Sam Raimi. Yeah, and his, yeah. So you like your films? You know a bit about your films. Have you ever worked in cinema before, Stan? No. The Odeon. No, what I tried we- to get a job. At, uh, no, I worked as a, I worked as a projector at the old Odeon, but they caught me wanking you over a porno a- film that I put on late at night you don't need to tell us my that, own so. porno film it was my own film how did you work as a projector Stan like this with my arms <laughs> uh, what do you mean how did I work as a projector projectionist you were a projectionist were you, do you mean yeah okay oh, <laughs> no I, I, I run the film I run the film up my ass and then shun the film out my mouth I'm a projector. Well, we don't use film anymore, Stan. We're all digital now. It all gets fed in. Oh, right. So, so uh, you wouldn't be doing projection work. You're working behind the till. How are you with customers? How are you with... Uh... Excellent. I used to work in the job centre. Dealt with right cunts there all the time. Well, it's been lovely, Any to- sort of lovely talking to you today, Stan. You I think too. You may have the job. So just keep an ear out and we'll get in contact with you. We've got a few more people to all see. Right. And we'll let you know. Cool beans, man. Oh, well, very hip, very young. Sweet beans, layers. Later, Stan. Oh, he's got a skateboard. He's riding off on a skateboard. Woo! Oh my god, stand careful! (laughs) He's just been killed. (laughs) Stan. Dead Stan. Uh, Should we. That's it. Should we go to the brown berry? Yeah.
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. It's lovely if you be here this evening. I'm your compere. My name is Mike Stephen Compere. Uh, we are a local comedy club. We travel up and down the country with loads of great acts. And we've got a few acts here tonight. It's nice to see all the, all the audience in here. Uh, I take it we've all come from all sorts. And uh, we're here in the Grafton in Cambridge tonight. Uh, anyone here from Cambridge? Yeah, woo! Yeah! I thought there'd be a few of you as we're in Cambridge. Uh, we haven't got many acts here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I know you've paid a lot to come in. Ticket ten, Tickets were £10, but we've only got two acts. Uh, that's because one of our acts has sadly had a very bad accident on the way here, but that won't stop us with these acts tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So sit down, get your chuckle muckles... Sorry. Get your chuckle muscles working, uh, relax your faces, uh, have a drink, and without further... I do, as I like to say. That's how we say it up north. Let's get our first act onto the stage tonight. Get him straight out of the wings. Please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to Mr. Johnny Ribena. Johnny Ribena. <laughs> hey! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just run yeah. up the stage this way. <laughs> Just run back that way. Hello, Cambridge. How you doing? Hey! Home of the Georgian wardrobe. <laughs> and the secret, the secret drinking clubs. Anyone in from the secret drinking club? Yeah. Probably yeah, not. You all, drink, you all drink under trees. <laughs> Uh, I take it you've got tellies and newspapers here in Cambridge? Yeah. Very effective. Good for you. Good for you. Oh, I don't worry. I'll win them back. I'll win them back. Uh, do you see in the news this week, uh, Joe Rogan declared he can suck his own dick? <laughs> he's a cunt. Because he's super flexible. I saw the thing about Egypt. Maybe he was in that position to smell his own farts and something just popped up. He's a cocksucker. <laughs> hey. Excellent. Better than my punchline. <laughs> These male, these male cult leaders like Joe Rogan and Elon Musk are a bit strange, aren't they? Elon Musk attacked Bernie Sanders on Twitter this week. Bernie had tweeted that we must demand that the extremely wealthy pay their fair share, period. And Elon trolled back, I keep forgetting you're alive. <laughs> Elon Musk, the great uh, robber baron that tweets like a 14-year-old edgelord. He reminds me of that Microsoft AI that turned into a Nazi racist in less than 24 hours of Twitter conversation. <laughs> let's hope he goes to Mars soon yeah, yeah. Cambridge anyone in from Cambridge yeah yeah give yourself a big round of applause for about 10 minutes do you see uh, Adele was accused of being fat phobic and body shaming because she lost weight this week according to the larger fans on the wo- of the Wokarati that's insane they all loved her albums 19 21 25 and what's her next album called 8 Stone nah <laughs> All right, then. You want some jokes? Uh, I'll give you some jokes. What are sex offenders' favourite trainers? Vans. Hey. Here's a good one for you. <laughs> Even if I say so myself. What do you call a baby that is born in a whorehouse? A brothel sprout. <laughs> I've been Johnny Ribena. Thank you, Cambridge. You've good been luck. amazing. Yay! Good night. Well, thank you very much. That was Johnny Ribena. Just trying some stuff out there. Uh, massive reaction from well, sorry the audience there uh, in post. But anyway, lovely. Thank oh, you. That was Johnny Ribena. And uh, so now we have another cracking act to the, tonight. Now this is uh, something a little bit different for you. So, uh, and I want to introduce this act just so you sort of get your head around it and what it is because it's actually <coughs> a trip. It's actually a please. It's actually a tribute act, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, you can see him, hear him there. He's doing this what he used to do back in the day. So it's actually a tribute out there, gentlemen, to Tommy Cannon and Bobby Ball. Uh, Cannon and Ball, if you probably remembered them from the 80s and the 90s. Uh, and it's a tribute act, ladies and gentlemen, called Tommy Canoe and Bobby Bell. So, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to Tommy Canoe and Bobby Bell. Yay! Yay! I can't believe it is. 
Calm down, Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> calm it down, Bobby. Calm it down. What are we doing here? Calm it down. We're in Cambridge, Bobby. No. We're in Cambridge. What? Oh, we can't be. What? We're, we're meant to be somewhere else, aren't we? No, I want to raise the stakes a bit, Bobby, tonight. I want you to come to Cambridge. It's no. home of academics. We've got academics in the audience. Oh, yeah, they're all clever lot in here, aren't they? Yeah, clever <laughs> lot. We've got doctors and lawyers. Oh, cock on to me. I'm sorry That's about That's my new, my new thing. Yeah. Because been... he fell asleep one time and I put my cock down the, the top of his head like a Norman helmet. And I was like, cock on, Tommy. Because yeah. my cock was on Tommy. Come on, Bobby. Come on, Tommy. That's oh. enough, Bobby. Let's raise the let's raise the decorum in here tonight, Bobby. I want to do a song, so I want you to stay quiet for a bit, Bobby. No, I can do that, yeah. Hey, that's it. I want to do one of my songs for you, ladies and gentlemen. Bobby, can you not do your humming oh, in the sorry, background? I didn't realise I was humming. I want to do one of the special song I prepared for you this evening, ladies and gentlemen. And it's only a one-person song. I don't need you for this, Bobby. I'm not gonna. Bobby, please. Oh, so I'm just keeping rhythm in my head. I didn't know I was doing it. Just keep it down a bit, Bobby, while I do the song. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is a lovely arrangement I've put together myself, and it's called Fields on a Summer's Day, and I hope you please enjoy it, and uh, then we'll do maybe do a few jokes for you afterwards, but I want to put this for you, ladies and gentlemen. Fields on a summer's day. Ooh, on a Bobby, ooh, please. Oh, what? Was that just singing along again? You're such a cunt, Bobby. What? <laughs> <laughs> You can't use this. We can say cock. I can say cock on Tommy, but you're you can't such say a fucking c- cunt, you're Bobby. Fucking, what? You're a fucking cunt. No, you're a cunt, you're Bobby. Always, you've always got a stick up your ass, Tommy. Do you know why they call him? His name's Canoe because he used to have a big hole in his face. He used to do so much coke in the eighties that he rot away his fucking nose. Tommy Canoe. You know why they face. call him Bell? Because he's a fucking bell end. Oh yeah, well, granted, and he's got I'm a dodgy a bit bell a... on the end of his cock. <laughs> It goes the wrong way in the changing rooms. I saw it. Tommy, that's a bit much. Come on, man. Jesus. His stinky bell, we used to call it. I mean, that's not true. You can smell it from here. The front roll of reading back. It doesn't smell. It just looks weird. It just looks weird. Fuck off, canoe face. The front row can smell your cock from here, Bobby. That's not true. Let me do my song, please, Bobby. Oh, go on then. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all we've got time for. Sorry, guys. You're going to have to go. Oh, what the hell? No, sorry, guys. Tommy old Steve Mack. Let him do his song. It's part of the act. Oh, no. And do his song. Thank you. Bye bye, everyone. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That was uh, Tommy Canoe and Bobby Bell. Uh, Hope you've already enjoyed it. A little bit different from the old days when they used to be around, but uh, everything's changed now. Everything's woke now, isn't it? Fucking snowflakes and all that. I don't really understand it. But, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the comedy tonight. It's absolutely devastating that one of us was missing. One of our dinosaurs was missing. Hope we're back back next week. Please have a safety. I'm having a throat. Have a silver. So that was this week's Idle Matinee podcast episode 108. I can't believe you made it to the end. Thanks. That was really appreciative. Uh, I've been Ben and that was Greg. Au revoir. I've been Gregoire. And this was Johnny. Represent, represent. That's good night from me and that's good night from him. Uh-huh. Where's Chris? <laughs> oh, and Chris, it's hey. not the same without you. Definitely not. It's much better. Definitely not. It's better with you. We love you, Chris. See you next, See you next week, week, buddy. Bye. Bye. So I've had a look at your CV. Uh-huh. Given your experience, in all honesty, tell us how you might approach working for a company like ours. Honestly? Yeah.
Uh, I'll probably turn up early every day for my first week Just to have you thinking I'm disturbingly keen But the very next week, it's unlikely I'll be heard from or seen Till at least 9.30 it seems And while you're telling me we need to work as a team I'll be doddering around in a world of my dreams And as for a dress code, hell no If you want me in a suit, then I'll turn up in jeans You might think that I'm half-witted But when it comes to myself, then I'm generally a harsh critic I take on projects I can't finish And leave people hanging right at the last minute That sounds a bit unprofessional So what? Would you prefer it if I said I'm like a robot? I'm just a broke Joe Bloggs with no job Who can't afford what his life costs I'm begging you to hire me I'm not civility personified I've never even had a job I liked But please See I'm just trying to be the honest guy Assuming that's what every boss would like Go on Cause right now I'm in a rut Down to my last tenner on the first of the month Please Hire me Go on Hire me Anyone Increase your turnover I'll turn up hungover Having spent the night on some sofa It doesn't matter if I'm drunk or sober I'm in the same shirt with the funky aroma You can try and call me but I won't pick the phone up I'll be online chatting with some other stoners Talking about how ish my job is But at least I get paid just to sit and talk I went to uni twice but that's irrelevant Did it for the hell of it Middle class decadence Well hey, I've got some arts degrees I was a regular face on a whole lot of party scenes My bank's still charging me For some money those loaned me back in 03 Please let me know you're keen Or just slip me some dough and I'll leave I'll be so discreet I'm not civility personified I've never even had a job I liked But please See I'm just trying to be the honest guy Assuming that's what every boss would like Go on Cause right now I'm in a rut Down to my last tenner on the first of the month Please Go on Anyone Yo, Goldman Sachs won't hire me. The whole civil service won't hire me. Hewlett Packard won't hire me. The Evening Standard won't hire me. HSBC won't hire me. The SO 24 Hour Garage won't hire me. Random House Publishing won't hire me. McDonald's. <sighs> <sighs>